Value Town is a production of Hearthsim. Find out how to support Value Town by going to patreon.com slash value town. It's our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 188 of Value Town. I'm Chain Man V. He's Gara. He's Fino. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Just got done streaming, right? I, I, I was uh, watching. Yeah, for a I little did. Bit. I don't know if Gara was streaming. Yeah, I always stream. Dude, they always stream right before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys always make me sweat while I'm setting this bad boy up for everybody. But, <laughs> anyways, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, we've got lots to talk about today. Uh, this week's been a busy week, man. Last week, we were just talking about this like literally a second ago that it was tough trying to come up with segments and topics last week, but this week it was easy because we've got, you know, uh, lots of stuff from HCT, a little bit drama from HGG, and then, uh, we got a couple good discussion topics in regards to, uh, the economics, just of all the card games that, you know, people have been talking about it, Rain out of the video, Crip out of the video. Um, and then we've got uh, polarization. Like it's like the recurring theme. Like every single week, Gara, we talk about polarization literally every week. But the community decided to talk about it collectively, so I guess we need to touch on it at least a little bit again. And then lastly, uh, Blizzard uh, Team Five ended up tweeting something <laughs> earlier today that caught us all by surprise. They changed their mind. I guess so. Yeah. So we'll be touching on that too. Uh, but let's start like we always do this week. Hearthstone, what what'd you guys up to? What have you guys been up to? Fino, since you're a guest, anything? Uh, I mean, not much, you know, just laddering. You know, what's, what is there to do at Hearthstone right now besides laddering? Well, so you, you clearly didn't go to Singapore, right? Like, took a oh, break this yeah, week. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't get my spot. So, I mean, I would go. I even told them that I would go if, you know, I would go even if I had a chance to play. Like, even if someone didn't show up and they could get me in, I told them I would go if that could happen. But they just told me that's impossible, so. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's oh, so it. that's the reason you didn't go? I, I just figured you were just going to, like, take a break. No, and, I didn't uh, sign up in time. And I was, like, really... The waiting list was pretty big, and I couldn't get in. And, yeah, I just didn't go. Okay, okay. The one event that Fino doesn't go to, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's sad because it was three points. <laughs> and I need those points. It's the same people at the top again, man. Same, yeah, same it's the same folks. people. Yeah. It's, um, it's kind of crazy how many people still go to these HCT events, even if they're like at the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, they only go for like three star masters, right? People, I don't know why other people go. Like, it's yeah, not, that's, that's what me, I'm talking yeah. about. At this point, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, the prize money is not even much. It, it was like really little. Yeah, I don't, no one cares about it. the prize money. It's all about the three masters and people who want to go for last call. I don't know. Some people go for playoffs, but I think, I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, Gar, how about you? Or, or actually, Fino, did you play anything interesting? Laddering? Uh, I mean, I play Questrog all the time. <laughs> so I played a lot of that. Great. And then I played, I tried some Thundruids today. They don't work. Let me tell you. Coon um, <laughs> no, Druid. How do you remember anything. the last time I played Coon Druid? Was yeah, that a- Coon Druid was like decent in the last 
uh, day of the last season because people don't know what you are and oh, then wow. they play bad. But once once people yeah. realize what, what you're playing, it's so easy to play around it. It's just it's just nah, not great against good players. Oh, okay. That's yeah. exactly what we need. Another good druid. <laughs> just to tack on to the other six. I mean, it literally that. plays all the all the good druid cards, and then it's just like a random win condition that works. That sounds about like the other druids. It's like yeah, about yeah, seven, yeah. six, seven cards different, but everything else the same. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, Agar, how about you? Surely you play something cooler than... Well, I don't know about cooler than Coon Druid, but cooler than Quest Rogue. Well, no? usually I play the only existing control decks in the game and right now it's only Bakure that is available and <laughs> oh, man. it's okay. a very frustrating experience that's a terrible because, time to play it dude because even Fibonacci doesn't play Boria and <laughs> if he doesn't play Boria then it's pretty bad well that's true. I queue into like five Togwaggle Druids and then two Death Hunters and then two Shadowwalk Shamans, and then I usually quit Harshman for the day and play some magic. I mean, it's literally and... the worst time to play Odd Warrior right now. It's all I mean, the good decks are good against it. That, that's a good feeling. Are there? There's not a lot where I'm at right now. I, haven't played I, a I enjoy mages. farming the Temple Mages with Odd Warrior. That's the only yeah, thing like, that can do that. If you queue into Oddrock, Zoo, and Temple Mage, yeah. that's basically what you want, but if you don't get them, you get... Then you just get super hard countered. Like you either like like as we should indicate, we will talk about this a bit yeah, later. What do we call that again? What's the name of that word that we that happens with? Polarized deck. Oh, okay, it's apparently right, the right, most right. the the most polarized deck in the existence or in the history of Hearthstone, Baku Warrior. Yeah. Like you basically you out to win or you out to lose. Like you're like ridiculously favorite against Argo. You're like ninety percent versus Argo. I still like playing it though. It's still it's still fun even when you play against Hunter sometimes. But yeah, it's when you lose after a certain but, threshold, you just you got it. Today I switched. Like, I played I played Otrok because mm -hmm. yeah, you, like if everyone plays anti control, it's like yeah. the best Argo deck. And then I face three Baku Warriors in a row, of course. Oh. And then I switched to Shadowwalk Shaman, and I think now I will just grind Shadowwalk Shaman again. It's like, okay, like there's so many frustrating matchups. Pretty much every matchup is frustrating for Shadowwalk Shaman, but it's like the only deck I can play right now that can beat everything. But yeah, yeah it's, I mean, at least you can, at least there's some versatility in it, right? So you can play it a certain way against certain types of decks, and you can play it another way against another. Yeah, it has type definitely skill cap. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Your decisions matter, and it's nice mm -hmm. for a change. If yeah. Speaking of Shaman, because, you know, I, I follow Ike on, on Twitter, and literally the last week he's been asking, why isn't his Shaman on top of H's replay with win percentage? Because he, he gets like 80%, I don't know, something crazy like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try his, his Shaman this, you know, the, la the last three days. And so, you know, I took his, his latest list, which let me show it to you real quick. Okay, it's this list right here. And dude... I lost like six straight times when I played it and it's an even shaman and it's got a lot of different things, you know, a few different things. Um, I mean, if you haven't played even shaman in a while, then it probably looks really different, but, um, you know, definitely it's got more of a, uh, an overload type of angle to it. And, you know, it's got the bone mares in it too. And, uh, if you haven't played the version with Nimbus, that's in it too. Um, but yeah, so I was playing it, man, it took me a while. I mean, I, I think I might be like finally over that hump where I, I kind of figure out what I'm playing, like how to play this a little bit better, but it could also just be the matchups too. I think I just might be playing against better matchups. Um, but yeah, so, you know, even Shaman's just generally good right now. And there's, 
I guess all kinds of different even shamans out there. But uh, this is his latest one. So any, you got, any of you guys played a shaman like this at all? Uh, I mean, not really. And <laughs> you don't even play against against it that much. And there's a reason for it because it's not good. So, I mean, I don't know. Ike, Ike likes to obsess over decks that aren't good. And because he wins a lot with them, he thinks that the decks are actually good. But they're not good. Wait. It's just the obsession that's making him... You know, wanted to be good so badly that you know he but wins he, some but, games, but he does but... well with it. Like his, I mean, at least the win rates he, he tweets about are super good. Just yeah, but he he never shows he's wrong. You think that's random? <laughs> it's not oh, random. Oh man, okay. Questioning. There's a reason why he never posts ranks and always posts deck lists. Man, auditing tweets now. You know, man. <laughs> Not trusting our fellow tweeter our players that I mean I don't trust Ike that you played this on like top hundred and won like eighty percent of the games. No, it's impossible. Well, nobody wins eighty percent of the games in the top. I mean that's what I was, right? Right. So I don't know. Well he I think he claims he went from rank three to legend, you know, like winning a ton with that. You can do that with any deck. (laughs) Okay. In the game. God, that must be a good life right there. (laughs) <laughs> being able to do with any. I don't deck. know if I trust that. Okay, um, but it, it, it's pretty fun though. I mean, if you guys want to try a new deck and try a little bit of a you know different angle to even shaman, give this a try because uh, you know plays like the the Thunderhead are always a lot of fun, especially when you're playing against a lot of aggro decks these days. And uh, you know those one ones are nice to at least break divine shields too for for gigglings when you run into them, but. Um, but yeah, anyways, this is the probably the newest deck I've played so far. Um, let's see. Like, Go ahead. You can say something. There's so many things wrong with Even Shaman that I can talk about for like for hours. I don't know if I should. But the problem with Even Shaman is like I, I used to play a lot of Even Shaman. It's just like it loses to Agro, it loses to Otrok, it loses to Zoo because they just have like better control of the board. And this deck has no comeback. Like, you need to have the board. And Shaman is, like, the worst class at getting the board early. So it loses to other aggro decks. It gets hard countered by Baku Warrior. And against Hunter, you have, like, no Hex, no Earthshock. Like, this list has no Hex. Usually you play one Hex, so you can't deal with, like, X. You can't deal with Cube. So it doesn't really beat anything. I think like, you can actually beat Hunter if you just go face, like, like right nothing. off the bat. But it beats the Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. This specific deck no, wins the mirror. You this... play like three cards with overload. Unless yeah. I'm missing something. Well, I mean, the overloads work with, again, you know, they, they work, well, for one, they're, they're zero mana, like bo- both of them. And then they work really well with that um, that Thunderhead card. You know, because it, it yeah, generates Yeah, that's what tokens. I mean. I'm telling yeah. you that you play Thunderhead and you play three overload cards, four. And this deck can't really play low-value cards, I feel. Because mm-hmm. then you just run out of stuff and you're dead. Well, I, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've never run out of cards, but then then again, I always get like high that like relatively early. So I think um, I think the biggest issue is really that it can't contest the other aggro decks except you really high roll. Yeah, you lose like, aggro's for sure. You need to get the, the the two mana the merc guy the two free, and you Maybe. play against Zoo, and they get a flame imp, and and yeah. then you kill the flame imp. Like it has to be like super best case scenario but against Otrok they just equip deck and then you're like well that sucks just, you just gotta hack up the lightning you know like volcano, volcano and, and lightning storm that's it you know 
easy. <laughs> no, I mean the the uh, the what is it the is it the what is it called again? That zero mana lightning that does one damage to all the, the minions. That one's actually not a bad card. Like if you can get the the right totem, if you can get the air totem, then um, that clears a, a lot of the boards. But again, you take overload, so it it, it does hurt a bit. Does that do damage to you too, or it's just enemy? Uh, it does damage to everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Great. It's zero mana, okay? I mean, jeez. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. If, if it only did damage to enemies, that would be really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, see yeah. this deck at all. <laughs> okay. We can th well, well, God, I keep doing that. We can thank, we can thank I Ike for this deck. Has, uh, like, did any good player play Even Shaman in NHCT uh, in 2 stop? I don't think so, right? In uh, agro lineups. Oh. Even in 4 agro lineups. Oh, I mean, uh, in China, he versus China, Bunny and Colento played Even Shaman, but it, they didn't, it didn't do well. good. Yeah. I mean, Even Shaman they hasn't been lie. good since early summer spring right it's it's been the the, the it's thing is it's okay mm -hmm. but it's not good it, well, it can win yeah like you can high roll but it's not a good deck <laughs> yeah well we have 25 decks you can climb ladder with right to yeah. legend so it, it's one of those decks but yeah in, in, yeah, in relative it's like, okay. wise it's not okay it's not like super terrible but it's it's okay okay <laughs> it's probably better than mech druid like mechatoon druid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Druid plays, Druid plays Druid cards, Gara. It can't yeah. be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. There's so many Druid cards, it can't be better. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> All right, well, um, one thing I... Well, I, actually, why don't we... Since we're talking about just kind of like meta a little bit, why don't we just kind of go into the, the meta pulse that we always do here? And then I can actually talk about a new feature we have on the site, too, after we get through this. But uh, here are the rankings, popularity for the last um, uh, two days... Or last 36 hours. You know, rank four to legend. Not too much changing here. I mean, one thing that is pretty uh, is a bit different is the the range between the the win rates. It, like, is a lot closer. I think last week Priest was in the forty sixes. So something happened this week that uh, you know making it uh, like a bit tighter. It's only two point eight percent between number one and nine, which is mm -hmm. kind of crazy to be honest. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe Asmo really pushes this. He streams every day for like ten hours of big priest. I love that deck, dude. For I, like I love days. that deck. I play that. I, I literally go to that deck like once a day because didn't he finish like, rank one as well? Yeah, he did. All right, Fino. No. Yeah, yeah, he did he, with that or deck. rank two. He finished rank one. Oh, not the end of the month, but he he hit. He rank was rank one, one or rank two. He finished rank one or rank two. Oh really? No. Oh, no, I don't know. He no. finished it. He wasn't even close. He he just got rank one. That's it. He just what? I guess. He got rank one. He yeah, didn't finish. He got rank, rank one. one. I don't think he finished rank one with it. No, no, he did not finish. Rage rank. finished rank one then. Rage finished? What's a rage finish? No, rage, the player rage. Oh, rage. I was going to say. I've like, yeah. never heard Quest of the term rage. Oh, with Quest Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be Osmo and, and pulling up that priest, but or me me too, <laughs> pulling up that priest. I mean, he got six thousand viewers or so, and he streams it every day for ten hours, it's, like every I mean, day. It's the most fun deck. <laughs> I, I, like out of all the decks I've played, all those thirty decks I've played, the the big priest deck is the most fun deck I've played right now in the meta, just because it's there's always like some kind of different scenario that happens that you didn't really see before and whether it's just like you know drawing a crap low from lyra or you know you come out with 50 damage out of nowhere you know it's it's like all these these interesting things that happen when you're playing i noticed this so. is like another deck that hard counter spark Caborio. another one of those 20 decks 
Just I don't know if it hard counters, but I, it's pretty good against them. Yeah, I, I played the matchup, you, you, not, you yeah. die 100%. It does so much damage, it's ridiculous. It's just that they have too many threats, you can't deal with yeah. everything. Yeah. Even if they play like the, the nine mana spell, you can't really do a way to kill Dude, that. Nine, nine mana spell, like, you get if you get the um, Lich King anti spell thing, <laughs> like uh, spell, yeah. it's just like instant death. It's crazy. But, but then, it's no, they, yeah, they just kill you for like they go resurrect and kill you in the same turn. They, you don't yeah. like in, mm-hmm. if for like one mana, they kill you. <laughs> That's what I mean. So, so you can literally come back from nowhere to win, like. <laughs> Like beat hunters and things like that. It's, it's actually, anyway. That's why I, I like the deck so much. It's it's. Uh, I've been playing it literally for like two months now. It's it's so fun. Um, but yeah. So anyways, these are the win rates. The win rates are pretty. Uh, you know, um, I mean, they're they're pretty normalized at this point. I mean, two point eight is like a dream. I think for for designers. Um, and then yeah, class- the game is fine. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> Balance wise, it is good. Balance wise, it's good. Uh, class popularity. Okay, this is where you see a a drastic difference in, uh, or you've got the haves and the have-nots. So same thing. It's the same four on top, and then mage. You know, mage and shaman kind of. I think actually mage shaman and warrior fluctuate a bit, and warrior's just been on the downtrend like the last few weeks, and then paladin just keeps on sinking. Like, can it get to the two percent? I've never seen a, a class at two percent, two point something percent. It, is- it's crazy to me that mage is eleven percent when there's only one viable mage deck. And I mean, hunter has like two or maybe three viable decks. Rogue has the old rogue and the and the quest rogue. Druid has twenty different decks, and then warlock has like zoo, even low control lock, all that. But mage is at eleven percent with only temple mage. That's actually sick. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I don't know, know why. It's because Quest Rogue is so I'm popular. Right. That's why Quest Rogue is so popular. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, that's a quick look at that. We've got um, our five best decks too in the last twenty four hours. Uh, Quest Rogue number one. It's uh, it always makes its its appearance. Uh, I feel like it makes its appearance every two uh, every two weeks or so. Death Rattle has been. Death Rattle Hunter has been a mainstay like the last three or four weeks, so uh, I feel like that's just there. Token Druid pops on here, which is cool. It's again, it seems like a different Druid every week. Uh, and then Odro, of course, Qu- Combo Priest, which we t- talked about before, a big priest, some people call it. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then obviously Quest, Quest Rogue again at the top. So, Wait, this is the most popular Quest Rogue version? This is the version I play. This, this, it's, not, it's not the most popular. It's just the highest win rate in the last 24 hours. Oh, the highest win rate is this, not with box tubs. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what our, oh. our, our, our stats say. So, okay, because I think, I think I checked on Legend only and it was with box tubs. Yeah, yeah. If you, if, if you check Legend only, it's not the last, you know, it, it's it's a little bit um, uh-huh. a wider range of data. So this Yeah, one, this is the best question version. This is the one I've been yeah. playing for a long time, so that's good. Yeah, that's kind of why we run, we run this query, just so we can show what the... Mo- like most recent thing, even more recent than the the actual site. Mm-hmm. So, congrats on the the best quest rogue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my window is insane. I'm I'm making that. Oh man, you sounded like awful. You sound awful like I uh, an awful lot like Ike right now, man. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I'm the highest win rate quest rogue player by far. <laughs> okay. Maybe rates is better than me on on the win rate. Okay, but if Blizzard posted win rates, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm like the highest or the second highest. It's just. Yeah, it, just feels it sounds like a show match again, man. Are you going to play in your own show matches? Is that is that how it's going to work? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
All right. Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> what is the next show match, by the way? And for those of oh, you wondering what I'm talking about, Fino, Fino always it takes like tomorrow. Oh, which one? Sorry. Sorry, I was just going to explain to people. Like people don't know what I'm talking about. Fino oh. does these show matches where he he picks two archetypes that generally have some you know like disagreements as to which one's better depending on you know if pros play it or you know or just pros disagree on it. And then he has a show match with it. So uh, which, which one's the next one? It was gonna be tomorrow, like uh, Evenlock versus Token Druid, because okay. stats say it's like really Evenlock favored. But the more I played against good players, I feel like it's way closer than I like than I thought. But actually, I just realized that tomorrow is the champ, so we're not gonna do it tomorrow. But yeah, it's gonna be the next one. <laughs> yeah, you could do it right before it. If you do it right before it, it it's, could be it's pretty early. It's gonna be really early for the because I only have like an A players that play it. Yeah, uh, it's like three three players from an A. Uh, so it's gonna be like super early for them. I don't want to do that. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, after after fall champs, there's like nothing too. So that's like a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody mentioned. Oh yeah, combo. It's not. It's not the big priest start, guys. Sorry. It's a, this is a combo priest. This is like a legit combo priest because it has uh, uh, the inner fires in it and everything. So. Um, Okay, well, anyways, that's the the five decks. Um, I did want to announce something to everybody. If you guys didn't check out our our Twitter today, is that we uh, we launched a new filter today, or we rolled out a new filter on the site, which is the the top thousand legend filter that you can filter the decks with. Um, this is like a, a feature that I think people have been asking for for a long time now. So, uh, you know, we're I think we're we're finally getting to some of these features. We've been kind of making it um, just more of a priority to get some of these more you know, uh, public facing type of features for you guys. Cause we've been doing things like localization, you know, like we, the site works on a bunch of different languages and countries now and stuff, but you guys don't see it. Obviously if you, if you're, uh, in the U S or, or North America or whatever. So, um, we're, we're going to get more of these out. So this is the first one and we'll, we'll have another one next week too. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but this is great. You know, you can just, you can sort by this now, you know, and I know folks like Gara and Fino, you know, I think that, you know, a, a filter like this is much more useful to them than really good. Yeah. Really good. General one. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, check that out. Um, you know, we chose a thousand by the way, just because, you know, that, that was the kind of the sweet spot right now, right now with how much data we're getting in the legend ranks. And, you know, if we get more people using HCT, we can maybe get to like maybe top 500, but you know, it's just a matter of number of games at this point. So, um, think about it. If you're a legend player, good legend player, go download HCT at hsreplay.net slash downloads. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, okay. Well, Got through the meta, so let, let's talk. So we, you know, we've been talking about meta and all this stuff, and um, I guess maybe let's talk about the polarization thing, and then we'll talk about the the uh, um, Team Five tweet today. So, you know, polarization has been like a, literally a recurring theme every week. So I don't want to touch too much on it, but this week, uh, Vicious Syndicate released a article that you know basically showed numbers. They came up with their own kind of polarization metric, and it just kind of showed you how polarization looked expansion to expansion. And uh, right now it looks like that, you know, it's at its highest, right? Like the difference between, you know, win rates are in, in matchups, you know, and, and having these, these matchups just be very one-sided is at its highest. Um, so, uh, you know, not a surprise. Everybody knows this. It's like people have been talking about it forever. But, uh, you know, I think that the article just was more of a, you know, like a focus point for everybody to talk about it. Anyways, they responded. So Mike Donay had a response early, which just got downvoted to create like literally minus 500 downvotes or whatever, because I don't know. It just wasn't 
it wasn't like a terrible response, but it was more like, I don't know how you describe it. Just, you know, it, it, it seemed like he didn't know what he was talking about or something. <laughs> I don't know about it. So let me show it to you. That's not, I don't know about that, but it was just like, you know, you should have written the, like you should have written the article like this, you know, it, it was like one of those kind of responses. Yeah. Like this would have been better if you wrote the article like this, but it didn't say that it was right or wrong though. It just said that you could have, you know, explained it better by doing this, <laughs> you know? And, um, anyways, that, that guy, like obviously negative 665 points. I mean, super bad, uh, reaction from the community. So Ixar had a response too uh, on Twitter, which, you know, definitely was much better in terms of addressing it a bit. And, uh, you guys get a look at, at this response from, from Ixar in a, it's like a, in a reply to a tweet too. Um, but, um, yeah, so anyways, he, you know, he was talking about it. I mean, I think that he, he, um, you know, thought the article was really good and, and, you know, was talking about it. Uh, one of the things that he said is he doesn't think that their numbers align with that, which is, which is definitely a response we don't like to hear as a community because, um, you know, th those numbers are obviously not transparent to us. So we, we don't know what those numbers it's even like are. You, you so guys don't know what you're talking about. The game's fine. They, Just have fun. He doesn't say that, okay? Like, his response doesn't say that, for sure. But it definitely does, you know, insinuate that their numbers do look a little different in terms of polarization. Uh, so that's that's kind of I mean, honestly, they can't be that different, right? Like, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't think Come on, how can they be that different? I they think... can only be different if they look all ranks. And, like, if people play Questrog yeah. on rank 25, they probably lose... To to Baku Warrior because you know they don't go for infinite value because they have no freaking clue what they're doing. I honestly think Baku Warrior is favored on rank twenty five against Questrog. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I honestly think that. <laughs> yeah, be. so if you look at all <laughs> ranks, then it's probably not as bad. Yeah. If you yeah, play the but... game completely terrible, then. But, <laughs> but there should balanced. be a way. I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm thinking you're right when it, when it comes to like the response with the overall, you know, just their numbers look differently. That could be an overall all players type of thing, but I don't know. I feel like they, they've probably gotten to the point where they segment, you know, these things, right? Like how it looks with these, you know, rank 15 to rank 25, how it looks from rank five to rank 15, how it looks from legend to rank five or something like that. And, you know, I like definitely from rank five to, up to legend, it, it definitely, I mean, I, I would guess, I haven't ran our numbers to really look, but I, I mean, from what I saw from Vicious Syndicate's article, it doesn't look that far off what I would even guess it, it would be. I mean, Vicious Syndicate it, said that they're using Trekkerbot and Deck Trekker. Yeah, there's and more HS3 that comes There's more that comes from our, our yeah, HTT. Yeah, and, 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 and HS3 Play is also using Deck Trekker, and Deck Trekker is from recorded games, from actually recorded yeah. games, so it's not like some made-up statistics yeah. and stats don't really lie. So like, how could it really be that different? It just doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, they have, Blizzard has all the data, right? We don't have all the data. So there could be a difference, but it just can't be that big. Yeah. Is one of them. I mean, yeah. like, I think one of the statements that came from it is just that it's just the highest that it's ever been. I mean, is that a true statement or not? You know, even if the, regardless of how high the numbers are, is it higher than it's ever been? And I mean, I would think that given his response, he's, you know, it makes you think that it's not in, in their, their stats, you know, and that, that, that would be surprising to me, uh, at least at the, the higher segment, 
you know, and um, I mean, I think, you know, most of the players obviously are in that, you know, what, what is it below 12 rank 12? I don't know what it is these days, but before it was like 70% of players below rank 12. And, um, you know, maybe they're just looking at it purely from that standpoint. Um, but, you know, again, it, it's it, even if like the majority of the user um, users are, are in that segment, the majority of like streamers and pro players and, you know, like that that side of the community are all in the other bucket. And I mean, it's clearly, you know, an issue right now. Um, so what, what else did he say here? Any, anything else that Ixar said here that really really stood out to you. Um, I think I remember he said that his wording wasn't great on something because, right? Didn't you say that? The, the, wait, the wording wasn't great? What? Maybe it wasn't in this tweet. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, let's see. I'm kind of going through right now, you know, right, right here. Um, you know, snapshotting, like, depending on when you snapshot it can, you know, obviously affect the stats, but I don't think that's as big of an issue here. Um, uh, let's see, but you know, generally speaking, I mean, I think he, I mean, I think Dean's response was, was, you know, uh, probably the best response we've gotten from the team, you know, in terms oh, of you should check uh, this out. How can I send you a link by the way? Oh, uh, just send it in Skype. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah th this is the one I was talking about. If you see his response on this tweet, I think we're looking at a different tweet, aren't we? No, I mean, there's there's one there's a Reddit thread that, that summarized it all, but oh, this one okay, maybe I maybe I didn't look at this one. Okay, this one is different. He's talking with okay. um, Mega Man, who does like a okay. bunch of stats. Okay, here we go. Uh, actually, I didn't see this one. Yeah, this one is uh, interesting. This is the one I read. I think. I don't know if uh, people have seen that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so he outright just says that he doesn't think it's increased dramatically, and maybe not mm -hmm. dramatically, but at least it's increased, right? Like. It would be nice to at least have them acknowledge that it is its high, at its highest, but you know, I seem yeah. like it seems like they're just avoiding saying that those <laughs> that statement. Yeah, if you scroll yeah. down to the comments, he he explains. Oh, does it? Okay, let me see. There's like a bunch of re uh, replies to that tweet, basically. So his and okay, here. We, oh yeah, yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the same thing. This is the same thread. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's the same thread. It's just oh, okay. that was a specific one. Yeah. Um, but you know, he does say that, um, you know, cards like, like the, the DKs and Jade and odd, you know, um, he, I mean, he, he does say that he, he disagrees that players hate those cards. And I, but, I think that when they you first play them, you don't hate them. But I think over time, when you realize what it does to the metagame, people start to hate those cards, right? Like, does anybody like Jade? Jade, <laughs> like from a pro, did anybody like Jade at the end of the Jade era, like when Gadgetzan finally got, like right before it finally got, got got retired. Like I, I, I no, like the thing about Jades, I always enjoyed the Jades for Rogue and Shaman, but not the one for Druid, because for some reason they printed Jade Idol the way how they did it. It was actually only Jade Idol that was a huge problem. I think yeah, Jade was, was just fine. Jade Idol. Yeah, if you had mm -hmm. a limited amount of Jades. Then it was cool. I think Jade Claws into J uh, Lightning into Aya was always felt like it was so satisfying to like play Jade Claws into Jade Lightning. Yeah, it was good. I never felt bad playing against it or playing it. So mm -hmm. okay, maybe it was I mean just I don't know. I didn't hit Jade Idol as much as other people did. Yeah, but because I thought I thought I thought it was completely beatable. I mean, sure there was like again talking about polarization, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like it had some super polarized matches where you could just couldn't win because they go infinite. They never run out of threats. But I think there was an interesting way to even approach these games because you could like try to tempo them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was a there was a tempo. I mean, the tempo was a, a little slow, so there were were ways of taking advantage of with Jade, un- yeah. unlike some of the decks now right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I don't know. Well, I think I, it was interesting though. I, I, did, I wasn't really a big hater of the Jades, but I can see how it's uh, not great for the game. Have a card like that. Just for Jade Idol, I think all the other Jades were completely fine. Yeah, it was only Jade Idol, and later they, they printed Skulking Geist. So during, because of Skulking Geist, it was like, okay, it was tolerable, the whole Jade thing. Because it was only Jade Idol, then yeah. we had Skulking But the most interesting thing I found about the article, by the way, is that the, the the last most fun meta for people, for streamers and stuff, was like during uh, Whispers of the Old Gods. And I think this was also for me the, the last super fun meta. And apparently that was the last meta where we had the least amount of polarized decks. So that was like during the time of Razakus Priest, Midrange Shaman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, well, that, that, that is what... I, find, I mean, well, I, I just remember that back in the day we had like polarized metas, but it wasn't like this. For example, now we have uh, the meta is pretty polarized, but we have like so many different decks and so many different archetypes, right? But back then, I just remember that we had like four decks or three decks. I clearly remember that we had Jade Druid, Freeze Mage, Miracle Rogue. It was three yeah. decks that were good. And then whatever you queued, you had to queue the right matchup. If you queued Jade Druid into. Yeah into mage, you would win. If you get mage into rogue, you would win. If you get rogue into uh, druid, you would win. That's how it went. And it, it, it wasn't, it was terrible back then because it was only three decks. Now it's like so many decks. I mean, it's polarized, but it's, it's just, you know, you have decks it's, to choose from at least. Yeah, so I think that, you know, you talked about Whisper of the Old Gods, but you, you kind of have like this loss of memory with a giant year after Whispers of the Old Gods because... That's that's the shaman error. That's the time where that was not the, bad. The midrange shaman was the only deck that, that everybody played. Yeah, but and it was that's it was still as, like the, I remember like when I got rank one, I had like seventy percent win rate in the mirror, and we basically played the same deck because skill mattered a lot in the shaman yeah, but, mirrors. Yeah, I think but there, but yeah, but there's another better. thing that's but, but there's a bad element to that too, though. Yes, you know after I mean? a while, guy, also people figure out how to play it. It's yeah. like after a while that the difference gets. Lower, like at the start, yeah. Yeah. you might get like a really good edge because you know how to play it. But when it's like when you've been playing the same thing for like a month or two months, people catch up to it and they play better. You know, at least the good players do. So I mean, you, I'm sure you can get an edge there by being better. But after a while, it's really not there anymore because people have played the same match of a million times. So they kind of get an idea of how to play. I, I know that the and and the left shaman, right? Very yeah, trumpy. well, they nerfed Shaman when we went into the Angoro stage, and this is kind of where we started, you know, the path yes. to where we are now. But the meta, for example, the Razakus Priest was the best deck. I like, love that meta. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was the last best meta. The thing is that so few people played Razakus Priest because it was such a high skill cap deck, and it could lose to everything. So it's like, whenever you queued into Razakus Priest, you could beat it. Like, with I Pretty thought a lot everything. of people played it, no? During no, 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 I mean, no, no. A lot of people did, but not, yeah. not a lot of people did well with it. I just exactly. remember it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like the of... same people doing well with it, and then everyone else was playing while like Jade Druid, Paladin, and, and yeah. Temporal, because Temporal was a deck back then, so if you could play Kelisethon 2 and Step Step, yeah. 
you know, that's spiteful yeah. was too. I mean, it, it's yeah, and I think spiteful was. Maybe I'm thinking of, of the wrong thing there. But yeah, but anyways, the point is, is that the extreme, which is like one deck is super good, and and you know, skill cap matters there. Because during the shaman period, I remember a lot of pros and loved. I actually had no problems with the shaman error because the shaman deck had a very you know very good skill cap to it you know like going mirror yeah. matches and things like that but yeah, from a same, diversity same standpoint yeah but from a diversity standpoint it's terrible you know so like i think both sides both it, you know both are huge issues um so i don't know exactly what people are looking for when they want to describe a perfect meta though. like what is a perfect meta do you want everything to be 50 50 or what like well i think i mean it, Polarization is going to happen, right? Is actually the well, but I mean, I think polarization is always going to happen because I, I think getting sixty forty between a lot of decks is just impossible. Like you can't have twenty five. But decks we had that, that on, uh, for the first year. Most matchups no, are sixty forty. Well, okay, so for the first year, I think neck decking wasn't nearly as as crazy it as it is now. You know, obviously with our site and, and everything. Uh, so you know, things were getting discovered much much slower. And, you know, I think if we started way back in the beta again, we'd be in the same spot again. Um, a little bit different. You know, so, again, like, we, 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 like, got ourselves out of the Shaman error by creating all these crazy, like, win conditions with quests and DKs and, you know, like, what, what we've been doing the last year. So, you know, I, I think that lesson learned is that those type of cards are bad, too. Even though there, there are good elements to the cards, but in the end, you know, it's creating even more contrast and, and more polarization because of it um but you know it did add elements like control right control I, I feel like this last year has been more of a thing just because we have cards that give infinite value I mean, we have cards that give crazy value you know the, is control a thing though like i mean it yeah i mean no. sure it, it's it aggro still is like super super great but it, it's just funny that they've nerfed like i think they just i feel like they nerf aggro every time they never print aggro cards, and somehow aggro is still the best, like every time. That's just... It is, but you can't say that control isn't better than it than it's been in the past. I mean, there are no control decks right now. It's only warrior, and everything else is bad. Priest is bad. Warlock is bad. Like yeah, the, the destroyed control. It, more it's and the more. thing I've been saying. Well, you know, if you're because... if you're talking about okay, if, if yeah, if, if control doesn't include like OTK decks and things like that, then. Sure. No, that's like, not control. Like, like more that's more like traditional action. control. Yeah, more conditional, uh, traditional control. There, I guess there isn't that many, except for the war. I mean, like if you think about it, I've been saying this for a lot for a long time. Is that people who try to play anti-agro decks, yeah. like or you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes you say that control decks aren't anti-agro decks, but yeah. I don't know how that you know terminology is in Hearthstone because some people like I don't know they consider. I don't know. Maybe the priest deck that Asmo is playing as a control deck. I don't. I don't see that as a control deck, for example. Yeah, it's it's kind of murky as to what it is, but but combo for sure is a strong thing right now. Yeah, you know. The and, thing, and I, think I just think that control doesn't really beat aggro anymore. That's the thing. Yeah, like the only control should, deck right? that's a real control deck that beats aggro is Old Warrior. Like priest doesn't beat aggro. Uh, Mage doesn't beat doesn't really beat aggro. Uh, I mean, priest I know, could be doesn't really beat aggro, it, just, so. it just loses to like everything else. That's the like you could put soul Arcanize back in and circles. Back I don't in. think they beat aggro enough to justify playing this deck, especially in tournaments. Like, yeah, no one is playing control liner for a reason because it just doesn't beat aggro. And then there's a bunch of anti control. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, this is a per- so good question. I don't know what a perfect meta really looks like. You know, is it less viable car of decks? I think and... it's, it's like just uh, you, you need to have counterplay. Like you need to be able to interact with what your opponent does to some extent at least. I mean, or at least have so, the feeling. So if, if you th- because I've been thinking about this, right? So the only decks that are really polarized in this meta that make the meta like bad, as everyone says, it's only Quest Rogue and Odd Warrior, right? Is there any other deck that's really polarized? Like I really don't mm, think Dogwaggle so. Dogwaggle Druid, of course. Dogwaggle Druid. Yeah, since they printed yeah. Florist, that deck is now yeah. Super Dogwaggle Druid. Is, is, Before Florist, no. that's yeah. fine. I don't know. I think I think the only decks that are really polarized is Quest Rogue and Odd Warrior. And I mean, other than that, I feel like the meta is like completely fine. Every every matchup is pretty close, in my opinion. I don't know how this. I mean, I think this meta appears to be the most polarized just because of these two decks. I think everything I, else is. I am all for killing those decks and just seeing what happens to the meta. You know, like I mean, I think Druid would be crazy. You know, still crazy strong, or maybe even stronger. And then we'd have to look somewhere there. But yeah, Druid, um, like. They should remove Florist and of Otwaria and um, Questrog. Yeah, but then you don't know what happens, right? Because if you remove Questrog, for example, then there might be some decks that can get out of control, like Old Warrior, right? Like Old no, Warrior, maybe. No, we, yeah, get rid of that one too. <laughs> like we said, Old Warrior, Questrog, and Florist. Yeah, I don't know how that will look. I, I I'm just, always scared of there's too much you can do. Strong decks, but. I mean, if you counter Oddward, then what? I mean, Temple Mage is not in check. I mean, I mean, think, can beat think about Mage with everything. Yeah, I mean, I think you can beat. I think you can beat Temple Mage with some other. I mean, I, I honestly think if we had no Questrog and no Odd Warrior right now, the meta, like in polarization wise, would be perfect because I feel everything is like really close. Other than, I think if you put down all the matchups and look what, at what them, would beat Maligos through it? Nothing. I mean, Agrodex with Maligrid. Temple Mage is like 50-something against it. It's it's totally winnable. Yeah. There are decks that beat it, right? It's... But I, it, but I, I it, it, works, it works the way it's supposed to work. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I think it's not even just, just Tempo Mage, right? Like, I think some of the other aggro decks... It's like, as long as, like, more than one type of archetype, mm-hmm. you know, like, like aggro versus control versus combo, like, counters what's supposed to traditionally counter it... Then that's fine, but right now there's like only one deck that that you know count where an aggro is supposed to counter another deck. It's only one deck, the Tempo Mage, that actually truly counters some of these decks, and that's that's bad, right? Um, you should be able to have Zoo be able to counter it, and Odd Paladin, and and these other decks too. But right and now, counter what? Sorry, just counter say like Quest Rogue, you know, whatever like aggro is supposed oh, to counter. Yeah, right. And only right now, Temple Mage counters yeah, Quest Rogue. It's like really. the only thing that's fast enough to counter it. So it's yeah, that, that's that's and another Otro. element that's bad. Which one? Odd Rogue. Uh, also counters Quest Rogue. Not not that much. Mm, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard people debate about that actually. It's um, just that. If Questrog is played well, it's so good. It's like... Yeah. I mean, you're talking to a guy who's awesome at it, so... If he doesn't yeah, I mean, think I'm Odd Rogue's a bad matchup... And I can see that, yeah. like, when I play Mage, I'm like, there's no way I can win. Like, everything needs... Like, he needs to hero power turn two, pass turn one, maybe I can intellect turn three, <laughs> and I'm still not winning. Like, <laughs> wow. it's just... Yeah. So many things need to go right for you to win. And yeah. that doesn't happen with with Zoo or Odd Rogue, that, like... Yeah. No, these are completely winnable, but... It's only Tempo Mage that's like really bad. 
And I think it matters. It, I don't think it matters what how you play Temple Maze time? because it's terrible, oh, no. but it really matters how you play against Zoo and Odro, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Yeah, Odd Hunter. Odd Hunter's another one. That that would work. Um, well, okay. Anyways, so XR <laughs> spoke to that. Fido was like challenging. Fido was just like, man, you guys come talking about decks that are just... I, I don't even yeah. think Odd Hunter really beats Queststroke. Uh, does it, it doesn't? Man. Really? I don't know. Okay, like, if that doesn't beat like, Queststroke, like, then that, that's terrible. And a hero part of this three damage yeah, every to. time. Like, that's the only I deck mean, you can insane. beat probably before I don't think so. I honestly think it's fine for the Queststroke. <laughs> It's not tempo mates. Like tempo mates is like that is a show tempo match. Is I want like to basically build the deck to only beat Questro. Every card is good against you. If they fireball turn four your face, it's a good play. That's how good the deck is against you. It's like counter spell, explosive runes, bunch of minions that have like three health and stuff. It's the worst. <laughs> I would love to see the the uh, show match Quest Rogue versus. <laughs> odd hunter i definitely want to see I, that i honestly think we'll be fine i totally want to see that to that would be such a good one um okay well anyways today uh we got a tweet from blizzard saying that they are looking at balance changes which i'm going to put up here uh let's take a look at it this is what we got today we've been discussing a couple of card ba balance changes to make next week uh, we'll have more information to provide on October 15th, which is, what is that, Sunday? Five days. No, that's Monday. So it's Monday. So they're gonna, I guess they'll release it on Tuesday, like right after <laughs> they announce what it is. Um, this, is so, this is the infamous announcement of the announcement. Yeah, yeah. But this is big news because everything they've said so far, even in a big blog post, which we talked about two, three weeks ago, was that everything looks fine, guys. We're not changing giggling inventor, you know, like th that, that whole blog post, right? Uh, so this sounds like they've changed their mind on that. And I like, dude, I have no problems with them changing their mind, okay? Like, don't be pride, you know, like, I I'm all for, like, not being prideful or anything like that, you know, and, you know, the team doing just what's the right, right for the game, obviously. So if they decide to change, uh, make a change next week, hallelujah, man, I, I am, like, super happy about it. But how interesting is it that they decide? I mean, so here's the question. Did we just misinterpret what they said before? Because this change is going to be almost mid-expansion, you know, like, almost right in the middle here, right? So... Were we just like interpreting what they said to mean that they're not going to do any changes this time, or did they, or did they actually explicitly they, say they it? At literally one time? said they're not going to do any changes. The, the meta seems fine. Okay, I'm just you know wondering I mean, if it was it, it was no, extremely like, explicit. So I don't understand, man. I really don't like. <laughs> how does this happen? How do they say that they're not going to change anything? <laughs> the thing is okay. fine, and then after like a week. Oh, we we need to change some things here. Yeah. That's so weird to me. But I mean, I love change. I'm okay with this. I just, I'm just scared that they will change things. I don't know. As I, as I told you earlier, the last time they did nerves, I think they were like the best nerves they've ever done. Like at the mm -hmm. cube log. Yeah. The cube log nerves. I think those were the best nerves they've ever did. And I mean, I, I hope they do the, the a good job again because yeah, last time I think it was great. It's like, it would be so funny if they nerf Questroke again for the fifth time. They will nerf Questroke. I'll tell you exactly what they will do, okay. right? So what are they going to do to it, though? Is they, they're gonna I, they will nerf Giggling Inventor, and that nerfs Questroke. Giggling Inventor is only really? wow, for okay. 
Giggling Inverter is only core in Questro in one deck, okay? Every other deck that plays Giggling Inverter doesn't need to play it. Token Druid doesn't need to play it. Old Warrior doesn't need to play it. Like, what, what other, like, Old Drog doesn't need to play it. It's, it's even bad in that deck. It's only Questro that really needs Giggling Inventor. And they're going to nerf it. I think, I personally think Giggling Inventor is a fine card. I don't think it's too overpowered or anything. But I think they're just going to nerf it just so they don't well, have is, to nerf it. Is there Quest another Rogue. card they can nerf in, in Quest Rogue that would nerf Quest Rogue? Sonia? I don't know, maybe yeah. Sonia, but then Sonia is not like an OP card, right? It is OP. It's just a combination of the quest that makes it OP. Yeah. So you might as well just delete the quest now so you don't have to be scared of printing cards that are insane with Quest Rogue Hall of on Fame. the upcoming sets, right? And that's, that's how funny. I see it. Like, I... I would, I would be honestly for prefer it. for them to kill the. Quest. I would be down for them to actually death penalty a card. <laughs> like I, they haven't. I done mean, it. I would be okay and, with it. Yeah, I totally would play. be. But I'm so tired of them like keep printing cards and nerfing them because of a certain. Isn't that what they said about Warzone Commander that they nerfed it so they don't have to like print cards that. Yeah, you I mean, they, they basically did that to that that card. Like, it's just yeah, so I think it's straight with so. the quest too because. I mean, I think they're always like who expected Giggling Inventor to to push Quest Rogue like so high on the tier list. I I, I didn't expect it. And I mean, they they clearly said that Giggling Inventor was is a lot better than they anticipated, and I'm sure that includes Quest Rogue. You know, like, and something that uh, the, my biggest issue is with they nerfed Quest Rogue two times before, mm. where it was much worse. The win rate of Quest Rogue was much worse before than now. And now it's fine to have Questrog in the game when it is much better than it was ever before. It yes, just, I agree with that. Questrog is much better than it's ever been. It, but it's illogical, right? That because they nerfed the deck before, and yes, it was and not okay. But they one added card. a card. That they added the a card. One card changed everything. Well, two cards. It's, I mean, Sonya too. I mean, so I guess Sonya was around last. Um, no, Sonya was around. It's the giggling yeah. that makes like a so like huge difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, so changing giggling would. Would obviously hurt that. Baku would still Baku Warrior would still be around though. So and Baku Warrior, I feel like, is something that's much harder to change without changing something that's what would like, be interesting is also if it. they would change uh, Zola. If they remove Zola, you can't Zola is fine. Like Zola you don't even need to play Zola in Quest Rogue. Yep. Like but if someone told me to if they remove Zola, I would still just spam Quest Rogue. I don't course. think anything changes. Of course, but it would still be a nerf. Like, we're talking about the nerf. I mean, it would nerf. be like a nerf, sure, but I don't think it would change anything. Sure, it would give you, like... I mean, no, is it really a nerf? Because you still beat all the control decks, and then against aggro, like, you never really need Zola anyway, so it's kind of like... It, it really doesn't change yeah. much. If you want to be, I guess, as elegant as possible, you just choose the one card, right? That would that would just basically make it... or um, Yeah, just irrelevant. So uh, like, like who even wants yeah exactly who even wants Questrog to be viable like screw them. I mean I'm sure there's I'm sure there's people in rank I like the deck you know I really like the deck yeah, but I think there's I think it, plenty of people high school cup deck I don't think it's healthy for the game that's the yeah, thing me too I think it's a really high school cup deck the the good players win way more with it than the bad players or like the not so good with it players and I don't know I, I like playing it but I think it's not healthy for the game because the fact that it beats decks, some decks like so much, is actually not 
it's it's not fun at all. Like yeah. even for me, when I queue against an old warrior and he's playing it out, and I'm like, come on, just concede. There's no point. Like yeah, you know, you can well, never it, win. We're just gonna sit here for like 40 minutes to, to prove what. Like yeah, and I mean, I think this this generally applies to the Angoro quests. You know, like the concept of creating another win condition at the time, I thought was really cool. You know, really brilliant, very interesting design decision to make. But, you know, in retrospect, now that, you know, that we're seeing what this causes and that it's impossible to do counterplay, unless you wrote a specific card for a quest, right? Like increase the quest counter or, you know, or something like that. Um, it's it's, nah, it's not, yeah, it's not interactive at all. So it, it goes against everything, you know, the, that the game is supposed to be about. So I think they will do, so what I think they will do is that they will nerf quest strokes somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's by nerfing, I don't think that will touch the quest again. They just leave the quest be until it rotates out. Yeah. They will probably nerf some card like Sony or Giggling that to me is unnecessary. And then they will do some, I think they will change something in Druid, maybe make the plagues like 4 HP or something. I think they, like, I think they might touch plague again, like second nerf. That's what I think. Make it seven? <laughs> like, no, no, I think they will make like maybe four health. The oh, four health? Or maybe just li maybe limit the number of, of uh, you know, one fives it creates? Yeah, yeah, like one that. of these maybe. I think they yeah. will maybe spawn like one less or something than what the other guy has. But I, I, can't, I can't really think of what other thing they will change, right? Like, you think they will nerf Fold Warrior somehow? Like, maybe decrease the armor that the hero power gives? I don't think so. No, and it's like, I don't think they changed nerfs other than giggling Sonia and some druid nerf. Yeah. Like, that's why, what that's what I mean. The auto warrior, I feel like, is much harder to change. It's, Maybe it's, they're gonna change cube as well. Yeah, cube is a really strong card, but like, oh, Rexar. Rexar. I think they might nerf Rexar too. I think Rexar is just so good right now. How could you nerf Rexar though? I don't know. It, does, it doesn't do the, the two the damage to all minions when it comes to battle cry. Maybe I don't know. It's... They they usually just increase a mana cost. Yeah. What else do they do? Or they change like stat line by one or two. Well, you that's you could they, yeah they could make the extra decay seven mana right or so. I don't know if that's a good enough nerf though. No, you yeah, can you could make you can limit it's the 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 build a beast or whatever. You could manipulate it there a little bit too. Just. I honestly don't think changing the Rexar to seven mana. I think it's a good nerf. Like I think people will still play the the, the Rexar for seven just, mana. Just, right? Of course, I don't even think that's much. Yeah, I don't think that's much of anything. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I, I think if you if you limited the the type of minions that they could get, then that would be a subtle nerf to it. Um, I just, honestly really like the the the, the Rexar build a beast thing. I think it, it adds a lot of you know skill to the game so i don't want them to change that i think i want them to maybe just nerf the card mm. like but i don't know if nerfing it to seven mana is enough but at least you're not as strong against aggro anymore or something right yeah yeah i i still think druid is a huge problem i think florist specifically is a huge problem it just kills a lot of other decks that you just can't well, play because florist? yeah well right now this is where we get into yeah. like dangerous you know uh territory just because uh, you know without testing it to a large degree changing a bunch of things is like really yeah, that's dangerous. another interesting thing you it's know, like it's who's super dangerous right? it's like how many people are playtesting these changes you know the people you, you know you know all those people that it, are playtesting it's like five people probably 
that's actually crazy if you think about it, right? And then they release it to like millions, millions of people. Yeah, I mean, it's people we know. I mean, it's like Chalky and Reels and and XR and you know probably two or three other more two or three other people. I mean, it's it's all those people testing, and it's you know it, it's it's not enough. You know, what I mean, like they it's test actually good, crazy. Yeah, it's like... so it. it but but that that's the thing, you know, like you kind of send it out there and you know, you make changes based on that and you know, and if you can keep changing it then, you know, it keeps moving at least and and you know, it doesn't settle on 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 any type I mean, of they, they, they really so. won't nerf much though if you think about it, right? Like like a week ago they posted that they think everything is fine. They really can't nerf that much. But and but they, you know, last time they did nerfs, they nerfed randomly hacks. Which like nobody. No, last time, last time. No, no, no. Last time they did, they targeted Q block, and then last time the nurses were thing. completely yeah. fine. Yeah. I think yeah. all the nurses that did last time are reasonable. Every okay. single one. It was not last time, but at some point, you know, when they randomly nerfed Hunter's Mark, execute hacks, it 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 kind of made sense, but it was like out of the blue, like nobody expected this, those. This cards. one won't yeah, be but, that. But right now, guys, this they one said, will not be that. Yeah. They specifically said that everything was fine, didn't they? Like. A week ago, yeah. I don't know what it was, but didn't they tweet that they're not gonna change and yeah. make tournament mode like a couple of weeks ago? I, I really wonder what changed their mind. Like, was it the vicious syndicate? Was it Reddit? Was it Value Town? Us ranting about it. I, I think. Really, they, I mean, I think it's all. I think it's like all it's the a people combination, leaving. Right? It's all. It's all the streamers probably leaving. All the streamers kind of getting bored of the game. It's Zoe's video. It's us talking about it. It's you know Vicious Syndicate and everybody tweeting off of that. I mean, I think got like, like four thousand upvotes yesterday. You know, like just there's, you know, it's hard to deny. Like you, we we can't just say there. There's so much agreeance in you know with with all of this that you can't just say it's the vocal public. You know, it's. It's everybody, like at the top, at least, uh, you know, from a competitive slash, you know, influencers, you know, slash just people that want to climb the ladder, you know, the legend. Like everybody's saying the same thing. So, um, yeah, you, they have to take that into consideration. Like they can't just ignore it or else, like, literally, people are, are just disgruntled. Like people are really mad, you know, right now and bored. And, and um, it's bad timing, crazy bad timing for this. You know, but like, how do you have to do it? Changes though. Like if a week ago they said everything was fine. I don't know. I don't want to like. It's it's really not a week, right? It's more than a week. How long did they go? Did they post the article like, with tournament, the tournament mode? Is probably like three three weeks ago, four weeks, three almost weeks? almost a month ago. Yeah. The, the okay. Let's mode. say a month ago, right? Yeah. So so in that month, does it mean that they had tested some changes and they thought they weren't needed? And now they're thinking they did, or or did or did they like test like in the last two weeks or a week, and they're gonna imply the change? That... I don't know if you understand what I mean. But... Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, so like in a week, did they like make some changes and they're like, this is better, or how how did it work? I mean, we'll never find out, I guess. But I mean, I'm somebody in the chat, like LZ guy here in the chat, does, like, makes a claim that maybe their sales number changed like in the last month. <laughs> Nobody's and buying packs. I, I don't. I, I mean, that's not completely unreasonable. You know, like decisions are being made by, you know, the sales team, marketing team, right? Like there, there definitely have been things about Hearthstone that have been, you know, I feel like the design of the game or just like things that have been added or, or, uh, you know, uh, been really promoted in the game have been more, you know, marketing and sales oriented. So it, it could be, I mean, it could be just like the sales team comes, Hey guys, Gotta do something about it, man. Revenue dropped like this last month by you know thirty percent. So we got to do something about this. 
you know? So, um, you know, I, I don't know if they have this, this active meter of, you know, contentment, you know, in, in the community or, you know what I mean? Like, like approval in the community and, and, uh, you know, just how that is. Like, I, I feel like even if a lot of people just stop playing it, you know, you wouldn't see it for until the next month, right. Until you actually run, you know, run that periodic, uh, you know, whether it's, it, it's based on revenue, you know, like money wise, or if it's like some kind of monthly thing that you run just to see how, how things are, but something happened, clearly something happened. And, my, uh, my, my concern was that, as I said before, right. Like if they, if a month ago, they say that everything is fine and now they're saying that they're going to change something. Like, did they have like enough time to test everything like in that month? to make sure that the I mean, changes are good or, do, or are they just going to throw the changes in because something needs to change? Because if they didn't say anything a month ago, right, we could just be thinking that, oh, they're still testing. They want to figure something out that's good. But well, now if a month ago they say everything was fine and now suddenly all of a sudden they change their mind, like, is that enough time to like come up with good nerves or something like that? I don't know. That, that's my concern. Well, first off, let, let's just be honest here. The amount of testing that they do isn't enough. I mean, it's it's not enough to actually be a valid test, anyways. You know, like six, seven, whatever, even like ten people testing it, just for yeah. But you could be working on that for enough. months, right? When you say that like, you don't think anything needs to change, and then something needs to change, then I don't know. So, you, so I, you're you're thinking so it could be just a rash decision, like, and you might be yeah. Scared exactly. For me, yeah. for me, this for me, this is like uh, like a great case of damage control. Like people are quitting, like sales number are going could down, be. overall player base yeah. viewership yeah. is going down. Everyone is like trash talking the game. You gotta do something fast. Artifact is around the corner, you know. Magic Arena just got released, you know. It's like all bad things. Yeah, it's like I said, it's bad timing for all this stuff, and they'd be they'd be they'd be they'd be bad if they didn't react to this and do something about it. Like if they just sat here until BlizzCon, and like I have no idea, like we have no idea what's going to even be announced at BlizzCon. It could be something huge. It could be nothing. But so, it's like, like Fino you have said, to do it, something. It looks like, so bad when yeah. like two weeks ago they say yeah, it does. <laughs> but it does, you know, like in the end though, like I don't care. You know, like I, I don't care what they said before. All I care is about what they're actually doing. And I'd rather them, you know, like not be prideful and say, oh, you know what, guys? You know, our numbers are looking bad now. And we said we weren't going to do anything like three weeks ago. We should keep to our word. Hell no. <laughs> like, I don't want you to keep to your word if you're not going to do anything. I want you to do something, you know? So I don't. I mean, we can be, it, it can be a really yeah. positive thing. I, I, yeah. I think most people like change, especially when the meta's getting stale and all that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like as I said before, in my opinion, last time they did a great job. If they can do like the same or like equal amount, mm -hmm. I think it will be good for the yeah. game. So I, I'm I, I'm excited for it. I just I think it's going to be good. You know, I mean, I think any change. I mean, even if it's like who knows, three months from now, it might be terrible. I think just a change is good right now, like to, to do something at least to get us to at least the next expansion. You know, and um, no idea about BlizzCon. But okay, well, man, we spent like a good amount of time. I, I really about agree that. with what Dog said, by the way. Just to finish oh, what did he say? What did yeah. he say? Two I just saw this came in. Let me link it to you. I, I linked okay. it to you in Skype. Two things. Oh, you did? Two, okay. Two things came in. Brand new. Brand new. We're like up Brand to date. Brand new. Okay. See. Like, one thing is Frodon is hosting an arena tournament. He just announced it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw. Oh, it's an arena tournament. I thought it was going to be like a. a no, no. Like arena. A, like a. a 
dungeon run type of thing. But no, okay, no, it's cool. arena. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so this is what Dog said. The answers. Adding a new mode or a different way to use our cards. Okay, so I, I couldn't agree more with this. Yeah, like you see, Savish used to make also a lot of tweets like that. Very yeah, similar. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that either. But you know that that is more of a you know long term plan. Like they, it's not. This is not something they can do overnight or even just like within six months. You know, this they is something they for the for they, the listen. They have to, yeah. But so it's this, it's this happy. B- I mean, there's no way they don't have something planned, right? Yeah. So so Doc says happy. Happy Blizzard announced the nerfs are coming, but the staleness of Hearthstone appears too too often. The answer isn't just nerfs and card changes, but adding a new mode or a different way to use our cards. Um, you know, I think one thing that we've seen is that they don't seem to have a lot of resources that work on extra things, like like tournament mode, for instance, right? Like it, it took it took a long time for tournament mode to even be made. And you know. Uh, I've heard from people that Hearthstone is like their most uh, the the game that makes them more money. Is that not true from Blizzard? I don't know. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely one of the the big. It's like if not the biggest. It, no, it, it, on top it, is definitely World of Warcraft because everyone who plays WoW has. To are you sure? Because I've I've heard no, it from people I, I think, that it's actually Hearthstone. Yeah, I think Hearthstone is is uh. So if it makes them more money, yeah. Blizzard is like a huge company. Shouldn't they just? You know, even maybe put more people into it since it's doing so well. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. I mean, it, it's um, I mean, we just had literally the entire management team leave. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? And yeah, that can't be good too. And you know, we're, we're there's definitely another news. Like, who knows what is happening behind the scenes? You know, like, but that's just bad. Knows? I mean, that looks that's just bad too. So it. it like at Blizzard as a company, think about that, right? If you had, and this kind of leads to Mike Morham too, which you know, we can talk about Mike and, and, and all the awesome things about Mike, but even just from that standpoint, him, him stepping down, you know, and, um, you know, somebody brought this up to me because I didn't even think about it, but it's like, wonder, wonder if it had anything to do with the entire Hearthstone management team leaving and building their own company, given that, you know, that this was like, their their biggest revenue generator or one of their biggest revenue generators and you just literally had the entire management team leave that that's usually a bad thing right like from a standpoint of management so um you know it's conspiracy theories obviously you know there's but you know one thing that i would have to say with mike it's like i don't know how much mike liked hearthstone like do you guys know if mike how much mike i didn't really ever talk to mike about hearthstone at all like I mean, if it's like, if it's, I I don't know again about this, but if it's the game that like gets you the more money or stuff like that, shouldn't you put more resources into that kind of, or like at least, you know, have the option? I would think so, but you know, like. Because you just said like they don't have enough resources. I mean, shouldn't they have those since it's doing so well? I mean, something they did is like visibly was they put a lot of resources into games that didn't do well. Like Yeah, like Overwatch, right? Uh, no, Overwatch is doing fine. No, that's that's not doing bad. They're making good money in Overwatch too. It's not as much as Hearthstone though, I don't think. But they're making money with you know loot boxes and everything. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did I lose you guys? Oh, did I lose those guys? Oh, let me make sure I'm still connected here. Shoot. I think you disconnected. Okay, there we go. No, I think uh oh, you guys here? 
Okay, now it's moving. Yeah, Can't I think see. I think I think Zoom might be having some issues. My internet seems to be fine. It must be just uh, okay. The yeah, okay, it's back now. Sorry about that. I think it's Zoom is having some issues. Um, no, I, I think Overwatch is doing fine too. I I, I don't think it's. I don't, I don't think necessarily Overwatch was it, but maybe like Diablo. <laughs> Diablo, Diablo 3. and Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I remember yeah, I at mean, like I don't even like two years ago mm. that they, they they built the biggest stage in the history of esports that I've ever seen at the DreamHack for Heroes of the Storm when Heroes of the Storm did the worst. Like they artificially boosted it. It was crazy. Yeah. And this is when the price pools for Hearthstone went down at the same time. Like they clearly used a lot of resources from other games and put it into Heroes of the Storm to 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 do it well. Like kind of like the opposite of what Fino said is like instead of putting more resources into games that are generating you all the value, they're actually using resources from those games to and put it in the games that are not doing well. Like maybe Diablo as well. well even. I mean, Team Five is big right now. I mean, there's a lot of people on Team Five, and, but I, I think there's a lot of, you know, artists and you know, like a lot of people that go into that, like the the production side of of the game, and even just like the the single players, you know, the the PVE stuff, uh, or adventure modes, or dungeon runs, and all that stuff. I think a lot goes into that side of it too. Um, but I think the issue with like putting a lot of resources into, is into that is that uh, usually that that content is short lived, right? Like you finish that stuff and it's you know doesn't have I mean, much legs, right? You like don't it's really over. need to put all the resources, right? If 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 you're saying that they constantly dropping for some reason, shouldn't they put enough resources into that to make sure that it, it gets yeah. back to doing well? Like is that? Could it be that hard? I mean, we well, don't I mean, know. I, I think it's still doing well, guys. So I don't. So let's 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 put that on the you know let, let's put that down first. I think it's still doing well in terms of like the amount of revenue and everything it's generating right now. I mean, Gara is right though. It has to be doing worse than before since Magic is out. Uh, like you know, uh, all the big. I mean, big streamers are streaming other games now too, like Dog, uh, Dice, all these people stream Ma Magic yeah. Arena or whatever. So. I mean, it kind of makes sense that it, it should drop a, a bit, right? I I would think so, but again, like we we can't really see the numbers, but um yeah. But anyway, it's kind of getting getting back to like I guess what you're trying to insinuate is that yeah, we we need just bigger changes, right? We, like we need more more you know like like L, like formats, more more different ways to play this game because you know the the platform in in the sandbox that's there. Uh, I feel like there is some ability, like to to broaden out the product, right? And yes, I've always exactly. felt that they were constricted, like in some way, like we can't see. I've always felt like they were crazy constricted to like. I mean, they have to be, right? Like, yeah. So why else I, that's don't why, they make all this stuff? They seem so easy, at least. Yeah, but every, so every time I bring up Hearthstone 2.0, everybody just like like shits, like totally shoots down that idea. But that's the whole premise of it. it. It's like it's a way to just to start over in terms of like getting like these these huge features out there and putting you know and, resources in and, and building. It's a better it, engine but... this time, not spaghetti code. Well, I mean, I mean the game engine's probably fine, but yeah. And I feel they're you know taking advantage of it as much yeah. as they could, in my opinion. Now yeah. I don't know what their restrictions are, but I just feel the game has so much more. Yeah. You know other things that they can add into the game to make no, it... No, I, I think there's a ton of things. I mean, even just like the PvE part, 
I'd like to play with you guys and be able to like let's do a raid together with our our own cards and decks and kill like a dragon, you know, like or th- there's all kinds of things that we could work with even just with I feel or, like or hey, a tournament mode. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, a tournament mode too. I mean, that's even just getting to more traditional card game type of features. Yeah, tournament mode would be great to have. Um but I you mean, know, every card game has it. It's just, it's so illogical to not have it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we still got some topics to get to. But before we do, one thing I do want to mention before we uh, get too much further is that our, this episode is actually sponsored by uh, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. So uh, I know a lot of folks have been playing it this week. Obviously, uh, MTG Arena, um, you know, the, the, you know, the beta is out there. The open beta is. You can go download for free at mtgarena.com. And uh, I've been playing it some, you know, just the new experience. I, I, you know, I still haven't bought any packs, you know, still just kind of like grinding gold kind of thing and and really, really slow at it because I keep losing. But um, how about you guys? Like, have you guys been playing MTG at all and being able to, I know, Fino, you haven't played too much, right? But, or at all, right? You haven't played at all. But Gara, you you played some this week, right? You played some. Uh, And you enjoying it? Like, just. Dude, it's so sick. Like today (laughs) I played and it's. I had so much fun uh, because you can you can go infinite in draft. Like I, I started, I played yeah, my first right, draft right. ever yesterday, yeah, yeah. and I got five wins, and I basically doubled my value. And today I had an even better draft than yesterday, and I'm gonna go five wins again. Nice, and then dude. I, I can basically Jeez. go infinite, and I'm like a new player to Magic. It's like. Yeah, there's a lot of bad players like myself, like on the ladder right now. So you can just be farming them. Um, but yeah, so anyways, Magic it's the Gathering so Arena. If you guys haven't tried it out yet, or maybe you guys saw, you know, the old on Magic Online or MCG Online, it's way like million times better than that. Like it, it's everyone says that. Yeah, it, it's an actual really really good version of Magic. I think if you are an old school Magic player, you're going to really enjoy like uh, playing this because it, it feels like what I would imagine, you know, like magic, if I were playing the actual, you know, physical card game would be like, you know, from a digital standpoint and there's a lot of cool aspects too, you know, from a digital standpoint, I think it adds like, like the feeling of it as actually, I think the part that's a huge upgrade from what I've seen before with their products. So, so when the cards hit the face and when the cards, you know, kill cards and things like that, it's a, it's a pretty good feeling, you know, when you're playing that. So, yeah, I mean, you can earn rewards, you know, there's the gold aspect, you can buy packs with gold. So, you know, you can grind that way really slowly, or you can go, you know, buy packs and, uh, you know, kind of get into all that. Um, but yeah, go go download today, guys. It's it's open. Every every anybody can go download for free. MTGarena.com and start playing it. Um, speaking of magic and kind of like uh, one of the topics that we had this week and that came up probably roughly a week ago, maybe a little bit over a week ago, um, is that um, you know Rainad made this video that was just talking about basically economics of um you know just more the money side you know just how much money we spend with the with the value that our money is going into you know in terms of all the different cards including his his card game bizarre um and it was a really interesting discussion and, and i think that that's one of the biggest elements that differs for from artifact hearthstone you know mtg arena and bizarre is, is just you know how much is it going to cost to play the game you know and then what does your money go towards so I kind of wanted to, you know, kind of have have us have a little bit of discussion there and, and seeing like, you know, which type of player is going to benefit, you know, in which game in terms of like their money spent or, you know, who's who's going to like which game is going to have their money go the, the longest way, you know, in terms of that. Um, so 
I think the first thing to talk about really is just, um, you know, I think a lot of people talk about Hearthstone and they always mention that it's not really a collectible card game because you can't collect cards, right? Because all the IP is owned by Blizzard, right? It's a service-oriented type of game. We, you know, we basically, you know, buy these Wait, cards. Wait, not a collectible card game. Well, I mean, we don't actually own the cards. Like, we don't, we can't, we can't go sell them or anything like that, right? We don't actually own it. Yeah, that's it's, not a trading card game, but it's a collectible card game, right? Oh, I mean, is that okay? Okay, sure. It's a TCG. That's my. Yeah, it's not a TCG. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's a CCG, but not TCG. Yeah, so it's it's not a trading card game because of the fact that we can't trade cards, right? We can't sell cards. We can't. Yeah. So, you know, I guess let's it's kind of start there, right? Because like Magic has always been considered that just because from the physical standpoint, you can Artifact clearly is going to have a marketplace where you can trade cards and whatnot. Um, so is this, in your opinion, a better or worse thing, um, you know, to, to have this marketplace and what that marketplace means, by the way, guys, because when you have a marketplace, that means the value of cards are going to, for the most part, get, get driven up, you know, like let's say good cards. Like, I don't know if you're, you know, you, if you only play Hearthstone, like Giggling Inventor, for instance, right? The, the value of Giggling Inventor, how much it would cost to buy a Giggling Inventor would go up. You know, just because that's just how markets work, right? And when something's good, a lot of people are going to want it. Um, so you have this concept of just like generally the price of like playing these games, you know, much less the whole buying packs and how that all works, but that just, just the cost of that goes up. So how do you, how do you view that? Would you rather pay more money to be able to like trade and keep cards and, you know, like, like have that ability or would you rather have it cheaper and it be more like Hearthstone? I mean, I don't know, like, I, I don't have, I don't really have a good uh, view about this because I always get all the cards in Hearthstone, so I can't really, you know, see it from a player's perspective that doesn't have all the cards. But I don't know if I like the, the magic and artifact thing because the, the, the good decks are always just going to be so expensive, right? And I don't know how I feel about that. I'd rather just have everything kind of in the same price as Hearthstone does. I'm not sure. I want to hear what you guys thought about yeah. it because I, I really don't have a strong opinion about any of these markets. Yeah. Gar, what do you think? So first of all, I hate when people talk about Artifact because there's absolutely no information about how expensive Artifact will be. There's yeah. like some theories that you will be able to get all the cards for $200, which is way cheaper than Hearthstone. And... I am pretty sure that Hearthstone is one of the worst models I've ever seen. It's just because it's, first of all, it's online and it's so expensive and there's so little free stuff in almost any other, I played so many online games, like at least 50 different online games. And there's so many free things you get in a game through daily quests. Every game has like daily, so many different daily quests and rewards. But if you decide to spend money, you usually get an ins- great like in-game return of value. Mm-hmm. And in Hearthstone, it's like really bad. But it's also not like extremely well, fun to open packs they, in Hearthstone. There's so many free they, to They've play made it better. Now. They've made it better, right? Like guaranteeing that you don't get repeat legends anymore they give us free stuff every expansion now i mean they're i honestly i think i took it too far there by yeah. saying it's the worst like come on it, yeah it's, it's, like, it's no no which game is the is worse i know that the i think the, I mean, the, the biggest other card games to compare it with so it's 
Like, what are you trying to compare it? Uh, we can compare it to Gwent, which which you have. It's way cheaper than Hearthstone. You can compare it. Like, you can't really compare it to Art Effect, but from from my analysis, it should be way cheaper. And and uh, like, what, what magic? Magic is you can basically go infinite as a free to play player and get like all the cards for free. Basically, in a in Hearthstone, it would take infinite amount of times of playing arena, and you have to be like average seven wins, and it's just ridiculously hard. You, you requires a lot well, of skill. And... <laughs> well, but, you but, can go infinite right now. But no, no, no. Most but the, the biggest okay. problem I have with Hearthstone is the, the dust that you get one fourth uh, of the dust return mm. if you disenchant cards. Okay, that's that bad. is really bad. If that would be half, I think it would be so much better. I think that is really what is so painful. Yeah, why. I, I, I agree with you there. I think the dust ratio is, is probably one of the yeah, biggest flaws of, of it because, I mean, that, that really just kills value, right? Like, you know, you're actually putting dollars in to buy packs that actually end up with cards and then you end up, you know, um, even with something that's super good, you end up getting a fourth of the value. That's just like insane to me. Yeah, I mean, I think 50% would be better and you know, still take a penalty on it, right? But... I think it would be much more reasonable. Um, you open like so many, so oftentimes packs just for dust. Like, you know, it, like, because it's yeah. most of the legendaries are not like playable. And then you just keep opening packs. And at the end, you just disenchant to craft the legendaries you want. And one fourth in dust return is just so bad. Yeah, but I feel like you're saying that Hearthstone is more expensive than playing Magic. No way. <laughs> oh, no, online magic, not paper magic. Are you are you uh, okay, crazy? I was going to say. Like, okay, what? So, so, I mean, online no, no, magic... Paper card games are all I mean, online magic, do we know? I mean, like, do we actually know that, you know, like how much it costs? To, I mean, has enough people bought enough packs right now to be able to build all the different, you know, color combo decks the, and the stuff? The thing I is, mean, everyone, everyone knows that just buying packs in the magic is the dumbest thing to do just because it's like the least amount of value you can get for your money there's like so many okay that's a, a, sure a, like, a, like you can dress so explain that because a lot of people don't okay. understand what you mean in, in magic there's like many more ways to buy stuff and like return like you, you can buy games it's like very common in online games you can buy diamonds or games and then return like exchange them for like in-game stuff in oh, like, magic, like you're talking about in-game currency type of things yeah okay yeah there's like two types of in-game currency, but but one in-game currency is usually which you can get for money, and like in in Magic you have gold, like it's a very classic in-game. It's like currency, hard like gold, happen, basically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but there's also games, and you, usually you get games through just money. But in the game you can also get games through different game modes by like playing the game modes through playing with gold. There's one game mode where you can pay with gold and get diamonds, and usually or like games. And usually you can only get gems from money. It's, it's gems, yes. guys. <laughs> when, he says gem, when he says gems, he means gems, guys. Gems, right? Yeah, but yeah. this is the first time I've seen that, that you can get like a, a money currency through in-game currency in exchange. Yeah. I mean, is it game. all the same though? No. Usually, because it's, like... It's like buying riot points. with gold that you do with money, right? It's like buying riot points or something like that. You know, it's like... Usually it's, it's more valuable, the currency for money. You can yeah, get... Okay. Well, yeah, but Hearthstone has that too, right? No, it's two currencies. Like, it's like, in Hearthstone, it would be kind of like dust. But for dust, you can only get... What can you do with dust? Only craft cards, right? You can't, like, enter arena through dust. If if you could do stuff with dust, then you basically have two currencies in, in Hearthstone as well. But the yeah. thing is, you have way more ways... Like, in Hearthstone, what can you do with gold? You can enter arena, 
And what else can you do with gold? Packs. Buy packs. Buy packs, yes. And in Hearts, <laughs> in our magic, there's like, I think, eight game modes. You, uh, they can use your currency, and they have like usually a very great return for your investment. Like, it, like in 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 Magic, if you do a draft, if you 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 break even with two wins, two wins only, and usually they're best of threes. And it's like Arena, you can you have to lose three times to drop out of the draft. So if you go like two and two, you already break even. And in Hearthstone, you have to go seven. You need to get seven wins in arena to break even your 150 gold or something. It's just mm -hmm. such a horrible return investment. And there's no other game modes to choose from. It's just like so little value for your in-game currency. Well, so, okay, that, bring, that brings up one thing too. It's just that, you know, I, I think now that we have a digital game, you know, this whole concept of, you know, um, you know, having, some, having this whole trading card thing, like actually having something in your possession, you know, something that, that is of value, you know, to the rest of the world. Um, you know, I, I think that's where people kind of get in, we kind of get into a, to uh, the, this whole discussion that that's really misaligned, right? Because a digital game isn't like that, right? A digital game generally is, you know, and uh, a lot of other games, you just pay for it. You pay for a DLC, you buy it, right? And you just get everything with it normally, Right. And I mean, you kind of look at Hearthstone that way. I mean, if you pay like what two hundred fifty bucks, maybe three hundred bucks or something like that, you basically get all the cards, right? Something like that. Each you really don't. You don't? No. Do you not? I don't. I, I'm, I get no, all. No, not even close. Not okay. even close. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's just because like we just got so much dust. Like at this point, I get. Like, how much do you no. think it is? How much do you think it is per expansion? Right at this point. Do we know? There is like, no way for two hundred fifty dollars you get anything close to a full collection. Yeah, you might get two or I'd say two or three playable decks, like no no more than that. Oh, I'm pretty sure about I, it. I don't know about the decks, but I'm just saying like the number of cards. Like I guess minus the the legends. I wonder how much money. I, uh, somebody in the chat, if you I guys mean, know, like like I I spent definitely more than 10k in the time I'm playing Hearthstone, and yeah, I think we I all think have. I spent yeah, I mean. But I'm just wondering how each expansion. I'm not close to having like all the cards. Like I disen I disenchant all the old cards, old sets, all the time. Really? I, I thought it was like something around 300. It's really days. expensive. Like, hmm, okay. Come to think about it, <laughs> I actually do spend like a lot of money in Hearthstone. But but, but each expansion though, like I, I feel yeah. I feel like I didn't. No, spend not more each than... expansion. Each expansion, you don't need to spend that much. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about no, each no, expansion. Okay, if you're talking about that, yeah. yeah, no, you don't need to spend more. I just thought you said that you get everything for like total. No, come player. on, dude. We've all I spent mean, like ridiculous amount of monies on this game. How much right? do you spend every expansion, Fino? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I spend like two or three hundred. I spend like two hundred or two fifty on each server. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. No, that, but, no, that makes sense. I just thought you said as a new player, if I'm in. But, no, but no, then, no, no, no. Like, you should, but when you spend 250 per server, you're not close to getting all the cards from that expansion as well. You well, are outside of the I legends. Mean, you don't get all the cards, but you yeah. get... Yeah. You, you usually like miss all the bad legendaries. You, it's like the minimum, I would say, you have to spend. I mean, it depends, right? Because there's some, some expansions that don't really have many good cards. So then... It might even be much to spend that much, you know. Yeah, I mean, you get enough. You get enough dust to craft three legends you want, you know, with with that much money. I think at least three legends that you actually want with the dust you get. So, uh, you know, now that there's no repeat legends, I mean, you're going to get unique legends like every single time you hit a legend. 
But so, most of them are bad, usually. You need to be lucky to get the good ones. But most are bad, so usually you have to craft the good ones. Okay, but anyways, my point is, is that a digital game you know, is, is like that. It's like a service-oriented thing. You, know, you just pay for it, you get it, and that's it. Like, there's no ownership of it. You know, like when I go buy a new expansion from you know, The Witcher or something like that, I don't expect to be able to go and resell this. You know, like this, this Witcher DLC is like something that is of value. It's not. You know, it's just like I get to play it, and that's cool. You know, that that's all I get to do. Um, same with skins. Like skins are the exact same thing too. You know, like it, it's it's obviously different here because this is affects our gameplay, like like specifically. But that's where I think the the big you know kind of misalignment when it comes to talking about a digital game like Hearthstone versus like Magic. And now that you know we have a digital version of Magic and and, and Artifact, it's going to I think uh, in Artifact having a marketplace too. I think it's going to even make it a little bit more confusing as to what's what's better or not. And I mean, in the end, I think that Hearthstone will still probably be the cheapest one, even though it's not cheap. Um, but you just won't have the ability to, you know, like if you like the, the whole, um, you know, commerce aspect of it, you know, like, like selling cards and all, all that stuff, you know, you can't do that. So, but I, I think that's the only thing that Artifact might have on it. Right. Like I, in the end, people just want to play the game. You know, like I, I don't think people are as concerned. Like the casual players, you think the casual players actually care about selling their cards and stuff? Like, I don't think that's a. a I mean, a priority uh, most at all. Want to be able to play the game, right? And yeah, like that's that's all they they play on their mobile. They don't care about like these cards yeah, being worth money. They don't really like, care. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think that it, it, they're all just going to be different. You know, that that's kind of how I look at it, and if. If um, the amount the amount of money you have is very limited, then I think a game like Hearthstone is going to be better for you. If uh, yeah, I really don't believe that Artifact will be cheaper than Hearthstone in any no, way. I think it's going to be more. Expensive, no, no. What like, I'm saying is like, how can people know? There's like no information about it. Like how expensive Artifact is. There's not. How... There's not. But there the fact that the marketplace no. exists, though, like let's just think about it. Just generally speaking, there's a marketplace that's going to exist. So. Um, I mean, I, I didn't play Magic, so I can't really say for sure. But, you know, in Magic, I, I mean, li watching these videos and listening to other people talk about it, it sounds like the good cards, you know, ended up rising in value. You know, like, you know, some of them, maybe in the beginning, I think were very common. So it was kind of easy to get them. And maybe over time, they became more rare. So then people would be selling them. And it would just continue to rise because the demand for it obviously goes up and the scarcity of it, you know, starts to rise too. So, um, and, and over time it sounded like just the more rare cards just become more expensive. So building a good magic deck, I believe costs like two or $300 just to have a deck, you know, that's actually good and, and viable in the meta. So that sounds yeah, ridiculous but, to me. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, like, but then you really have to like, uh, differentiate between the physical card game and a digital card game. Digital yeah. magic is a hundred totally times cheaper. Yeah. But that's why you can't make it like so expensive. Yeah. So I, I think magic and, and Hearthstone may be pretty close in you know, magic arena and, and Hearthstone may be in the, more of the same bucket than artifact is in the end. And I, I, I don't know unless, unless artifact has like very cheap, good cards, you know, very, very common, good cards. I, I can't see artifact being cheaper, you know, like on the cheap side. Um, but this, there used to be so many people also like making a living from buying and selling cards. 
Yeah, yeah but I mean. you can't do that on Steam, can you? Because the money stays in. Oh, does it? Unless you can do like transaction with PayPal and stuff, but then yeah, but no, you can't remove money out of Steam. If you put money on Steam, they stay oh, there. Really? Oh, really? I didn't actually know that. You, you can't take out money from Steam, no. But yeah, will they then push the price so high? I mean, like, what's the incentive? Did you have like a I mean, if you buy all your games on Steam, then the money is just as good as real money, right? So, uh, but to, to, to become a Steam millionaire, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've got a million cares? Steam bucks, baby. Uh, <laughs> imagine. Well, I mean, I think it will go towards buying packs, right? I mean, at the very least, it'll, it'll fund your artifact, um, you know, the amount of money you need for artifact. I, I really wonder how expensive it's going to be. I, I just, I can't even, like, I have no grasp on, yeah, like, how expensive will be the rarest card. How can you possibly know? I mean, it will really depend on the meta, right? And, the like, how do you say it? Like, how many people need a card? Like, I, I don't think it's going to be, so I think the artifact, because there's a marketplace, is going to be very similar to physical, like, magic. You know, I, I think that maybe it's, um, I don't know, nowadays, right, they, they probably have uh, online marketplaces for the, all the magic cards, right? You know, like on eBay, basically, for, for magic cards. But uh, yeah. so you could probably, it could be a direct correlation to artifact. I mean, in my opinion, like it, it just really just depends on the rarity uh, of the, the cards in, in, that are going to be good, relevant in the meta. Because if they, you know, let's just say they start making these, you know, these, these hero cards or, you know, whatever it is that's, like, super good. I mean, they're probably going to want to make those cards rare. And, you know, if you, you want them, then you've either got to buy a ton of packs and try to get them just by luck, or you're going to have to go and buy them in the marketplace. And then that's, there's going to be bidding wars, right, for, for these, these crazy cards, I would think. Yeah. Like I mean, we can't going. really say how it turns out, but... Uh. I don't like, know. Like, another key point is really how rare is, is it to get a rare card from a pack, right? If if you can just buy for three hundred dollars packs and just get all the cards, then you would do that. But you mm -hmm. just don't know how often you would get a rare. Yeah. I mean, it will also depend on how many people play the game, right? Because the more people play it, the more packs they're gonna buy, the more cards are gonna be out there, the less expensive they're gonna be, right? Isn't that also a thing? Yeah, yeah. I it think was so. the same. Yeah. It was the same in World of Warcraft, like because there's an auction house, because there's so many people having these items and putting them in the auction house. They're yeah, always the cheaper they get, price. right? Yes. The more people there are, the cheaper the items and all that get. Yeah, I mean it's it's a scarcity thing too, right? So I mean there there might be people that are just purely. Yeah, no, they're not even playing the game. But, <laughs> they're just like literally you, just just selling cards and figuring the economics of it. You know, and, and Jim, yeah, Jimmy yeah. is right though because like if there's like a meta deck, and everyone wants a card, I can really see that the price goes re because even the noobs want that card, right? Everyone wants that card, that the price will go really high. Also, you know, it's gonna be interesting about the price because in artifact you can play like you know three of the same things, say or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can play. And both. I don't know how it's gonna work with how because in in, in Hearthstone you play one legendary, right? So. I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. It's just going to yeah, be too expensive. If it's like magic, you can play as many as you want, right? You can play yeah. like freaking 10 Dr. Booms if you wanted to. Um, yeah, that, that's another thing too. It's like 
the price of the decks are just higher because of that. There's a lack of limitation like that. So uh, no, I mean there is a limitation. You can play like three, I think, max. But oh, is it okay? I didn't realize three. Was no, three. no, there are limitations in artifact, of course. Oh, okay. There's there's no limitation how many cards you play in a deck. There yeah, is a limitation how many copies you play. Hmm. Okay. But but there could be like rare cards you want to play three times. Yeah, a lot of cards you will want to play them three times. Doesn't matter if they're rare, common, or something, right? If they're good, you want to play more of them. Yeah. Like the, the the thing is, like it will really matter how many good cards they make, like legendary, for example, or really rare, right? Like, will these cards actually be the best cards, or will they be like more spread? Because if all the yeah, good cards are right. legendaries, then they're gonna be really expensive, I mean, right? I mean, because the, the good heroes, the best heroes, are legendary. They're like no, I don't think weird. so. I don't think so. I mean, I no, they are already that aren't legendary. Yeah, not all of them, but. The, the best started heroes are rare. I mean, are any of them uh, common? <laughs> like, no, um, no. There right? are legendary heroes in artifact that are bad, like really bad. Yes, well, but uh, there are, also but, the but best heroes about the best are legendary yeah. as well. We don't I care don't about those. So, no. Like, okay, because like okay, X for example is like. I, the I don't know if we can talk about this guy. No, no, they're they're revealed. I'm looking at the revealed cards. Okay, <laughs> X X is like yeah. Don't the get best in trouble, man. Yeah. X is the best red hero and he is a rare card. I mean, I can also show you like uh like really really good heroes are, are rare. I mean like like wait, you wait, said, when you say a, rare, you don't mean like like I'm looking at rare. the max rarity of like, heroes now and they're yeah. like there's like 1 2 3 4 5 six. it's three from its class right now, three legendary from each. And yeah. they're not the best. Only X is the best. Like yeah, yeah but yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like for example, X is the best, and he's also rare. Of of course, there's also bad rares. It's kind of like in Hearthstone, you have bad legendaries. Yeah, but I'm saying most of them are bad. So that means something, right? If most of them are bad, that means they will be not as expensive. No, yeah. no. So you're you're talking about you're generalizing, like legend cards, period, or legend heroes. X will be super expensive for that reason. X might, yeah, X might be like the yeah, most expensive. X will be crazy expensive, if, especially no, if he's the I'm only saying good one. other good heroes, because there are a lot of good heroes, they yeah. aren't legendary. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah. that like, means something. Like, yeah. if I could rate all the top heroes, there are a lot of good heroes that are like tier one, right? And how many tier one heroes are legendary? Maybe I can say that. I can't, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to say but, exactly the heroes. Okay, Kana will be the best hero Two. in the game. Yeah. Like, Kana is rare, though. And there are four. Four tier one heroes in the legendaries out of three times out of 12. That's not many, right? Yeah, that's not many. And there are a bunch of tier one heroes. But at the same time, they're the best. Like, Kana is, for example, legendary, and X is legendary. And those are, like, the best from the color. I don't know if Kana is the best. I know Axe is the best for sure. <laughs> Well, anyways, but, okay, uh, so forget the actual specifics. I mean, your point, you know, is just that it really just depends on the meta, right? It really depends on the meta I, I and which cards are good. Yeah. They, they can choose how expensive the cards are depending on their rarity and all that, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have the really good cards are common or like rare, that means buying packs mm -hmm. will give you them more. So they're not going to be as expensive, right? Yeah. And I think that's where Hearthstone falls. You know, I think half the deck is, is very common right and, and it's easy yeah, to yeah, get yeah, exactly and, and that's kind of why hearthstone is like aggro decks aggro decks are so cheap like they're 
You can get a ton of them if you just do common and rare cards. Like all drug just plays like two legendaries, yeah, right? Absolutely. And I think that that's where, you know, I think that's where the big difference will be. Sure, the Valve can control it, but my, you know, my inclination or at least my my feelings is that I think that Valve is going to, you know, they're going to want this to be more of a, you know, connoisseur type of game. You know what I mean? They, they It's just kind of like what they did with Dota, you know, in, in the MOBA space. They're going to want people that are really hardcore and they were always like, you know, MTG players, you know, with, with the, the physical cards. They're, they want those people. And I, I don't see very many casuals at least getting into it in the very beginning, even if their favorite streamer is playing it. I don't think that they get super you know, into that game. Like That's another thing that, like, I, I honestly don't know how Artifact is going to do because I feel like this game is just not for everyone. Not like Hearthstone. Yeah, I think I, Hearthstone I, is for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think Hearthstone is for the player that wants to, like, you know, chill play a game. I don't think, I don't think Artifact is like that. By playing it, I mean, sure, it's like, it's really good for like me, Gara, or like the other pro players that really yeah. like to compete. But I don't know how easy it is for the viewers to keep up. Like Hearthstone, doesn't matter. You, you go you go into board control stream now, you open the stream, you see the cards on board, you see the cards on hand, you see your opponents, you know everything that's going on. In Artifact, it's it's really not like that. Like Well, like you said with Gara, board with board stream, you have the same cards he has. You know what I mean? Yes, like, exactly. In also, I, yeah. I probably won't, but... Will people want to watch a game that they can't really play if it's expensive, right? That's another thing. Yeah. Because almost everyone can play Hearthstone, but I don't know if it will be like that with Artifact. I actually and... talked about this on my stream today. Artifact will be a game I will 100% compete in, but I'm not so sure how good it will be for streaming. Yeah. I mean, at the start, it's going to be good because everyone will want to know what's up. But I don't know if it will, you know, keep keep being good after a while. Yeah. Because I don't know how accessible it will be to people that don't want to spend much money on it. And I don't know how easy it will be to follow as a viewer. Do you think it will change a lot if they would remove the $20 just to get into, to get the basic decks? Like, if everyone just gets the basic decks, right, you give them stuff for free, it would, it would make them kind of addicted to spend money and buy cars, I mean, right? isn't, isn't the freemium always the best option when it comes Absolutely. to game? Yeah, totally. Um, so, I mean, Valve would be smart if they made it very cheap in the beginning. You know, like, somehow cheap, get into even just, like, one good meta deck. You know, just have it be super cheap and get people to, to um, you know, learn the mechanics of the game, get used to playing this kind of three-lane style with the shop and, you know, just everything, right? Like, really learning how to play the game before, you know, just having just all these people just you know all the hardcore people just go all in and then they're just like you know the folks with all these cards and and just you know dominating at the top you know all these tournaments they're gonna have it'll be winning all those um because there's a learning curve to artifact for sure like there's a much higher learning curve i think than there was for Hearthstone. oh yeah yeah and it's, so it took me it took me a while to actually like you know figure the game out yeah. like Hearthstone. You see your mana, you play your card, that's it. You don't really <laughs> right. need right. much more than that. In Artifact, it's yeah. so much more complicated. And I think it might be too complicated in a point that's not going to be good for the viewers. That's my only concern about the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, why don't we move on? We just, maybe we can move through these a little bit quicker. Uh, we got some... Actually, before we move on, I do want to talk about the mic more. I'm done a little bit. I don't want to just talk to him in, in terms of like this Hearthstone talk that we had before. But big news, obviously, Mike Morhan being the founder and CEO of Blizzard stepped down this last week. And, um, you know, for folks that have been 
playing Blizzard games, you know, following them, doing content, making a living with Blizzard games. I mean, this is a, you know, pretty huge news given that, you know, Mike was basically, if, you know, if you're only a Hearthstone player and don't play Blizzard, he was basically the Ben Brode of all of Blizzard. You know, like he, he was the face of it. He, you know, he always represented the gamer. I mean, the coolest thing about Mike, and I don't, I don't know if you guys uh, got a chance to talk to Mike or not, but you know, I definitely know Mike uh, and Amy from, from Starcraft days and God, they, they loved, I mean, like Starcraft in particular, I always like, it always warmed my heart to see how much they love Starcraft and Starcraft two. And, um, you know, just having them sit in the front row and just be super, super fans of watching, you know, like WCS or any of the competitive events. I don't know if he was like that for Hearthstone. Like, I, I don't know if he had that kind of same love for Hearthstone, you know, that he did for some of the other titles. But, um, but you know, one thing that I felt like we could always, always say is just that Mike, you know, not only built these amazing, you know, led the co this company that's built su such amazing, like definitely some of the best games that ever be made. Um, you know, he was a, also a huge fan of his games, which is like, that's a lot to be said. I can't say that about a lot of other CEOs. Like, do they sit there and fanboy like we do, you know, like, but with Mike, I can honestly say that. And he was always crazy approachable and nice. I mean, Mike was one of those guys that he might not look like he'll have a conversation with you, but if you start a conversation with him about anything gang or anything related, he'll sit there and talk to you for hours, which was like always so cool. Given that he's the CEO of this huge company. Um, but yeah, so you guys ever interacted with Mike or have any feelings about Mike leaving? I don't know if you guys, you know, uh, have any I mean, I never get to attach to these people because <laughs> I mean, they're the faces and I don't really know how much they do. Like, I don't know how much Ben bro did for Hearthstone. I know he was like the face of Hearthstone, but you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how much they actually do for the games. That's, yeah, well, that's why I don't really get to attach to them. Sure. I mean. Once you get to the CEO level of this, you know, huge company, it obviously becomes different. But you know, he started all of this, right? Like he started work. He started all the all these titles that we we've come to know and love. And you know, back in the you know what was it twenty seven years ago, right? Like he started it. So um, you know, it's the same guy leading the company for that long. It's pretty it's pretty rare to actually have the founder lead a, a giant gaming. <laughs> You know, uh, how studio old was he conglomerate. Uh, I don't know how old Mike was. Fifty something? I think I don't know exactly his age. I, would, I think he would probably. He's in his fifties. I mean, give me. So, what, what was the reason he retired? Uh, they didn't really give a specific. Too reason. rich? No, I don't know. It's too rich. They so didn't really give a specific reason, to be honest. Like he just said, he was stepping down. He was going to continue being an advisor for uh, you know, the company. But you know, for the most part, he was just going to uh, you know, just kind of uh, just in enjoy retirement i guess i mean he didn't really say like i i don't i don't know for a fact uh or at least i've seen an interview with with him that that really went into detail so you know a little speculation as to why why he's leaving um but you know I, there's not going to say anything ill <laughs> about mike given that you know just everything he's done for for uh i think all of us you know just creating the games that we all all make a living off of now and, and we've just like had so much joy like uh, for years and years. So, um, anyways, kind of sad, but at the same time, you know, like, you know, if, if it's his choice and he wants to, you know, go and, and, uh, you know, kind of enjoy life for a while, then man, so be it, man. He just definitely deserves it. Uh, what will be interesting though, is just to see like, 
is Activision going to come in and do a bunch of crazy stuff to like some of these these Warcraft titles and you know World of Warcraft titles and and I think titles that probably were insulated by Mike. You know, like he would probably you know protect the titles that he you know was was had a huge role in creating um, those IPs. I wonder what happens now. You know, like now that he's not there, uh, will some of these become more commercialized or I don't know. You know, who knows? So we'll have to see. Um, but okay, anyways, let's move forward. Uh, just events real quick. So HTC Singapore, we saw Naviute ended up winning it over Faley, which was like really, really cool. Um, I, to be honest, I didn't catch too much of it. Did you guys end up watching a lot of it or no? I think what's a single game. Okay, okay, yeah. There was, <laughs> yeah. It, it was, wasn't weird times. It, it was, was like a really terrible day. hour. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was like hoping to get to it, but I didn't end up getting a chance to it. But, you know, definitely congratulations to Naviute and same you know people were there i think muzzy made top eight saying made top 16 yeah. i think tyler made top eight yeah uh, yeah Tyler made top four i think yeah oh, tyler did I, I think casey made top four right oh yeah casey yeah. made top casey four, made right. top four yeah tyler made top yeah. eight so a lot of the usual suspects there so um definitely uh you know congrats to them uh fall championships this week any predictions you know we we, I, we did our pick i did my pick a champion on air last week but any predictions a week later uh, actually, Fina, we haven't even heard your prediction. Who do you think is going to win? I voted for Tyler because, you know, Tyler's my boy. I also <laughs> helped him with prep and everything. So nice, nice. I have to go with Tyler. But I, I would pick between Sean and Tyler like every time. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, I think Sean's the best player in the world. So, yep. you know, I said if I wasn't attached to Tyler, I would definitely vote for Sean with my eyes closed. But <laughs> that's, what I, that's why I picked him for my champion. It's like, yeah, that's the best I'm, pick. I think. Yeah, my, my heart, my definitely heart's. I mean, I love both guys, but probably a little bit more with Tyler, just because it'd be pretty amazing to see Tyler win, win, uh, yeah. you know, something his whole journey. But yeah, saying right now is just on fire, and rightfully so. Gara, your pick. I picked Tyler. Tempo, Tempo Storm, my Kara. Boy, my Which boy one do you pick? <laughs> I picked my boy Tyler, but Tyler. obviously saying and Fino, saying and Fino the favorites, saying and Tyler the favorites. Yeah, but yeah. I'm more connected to Tyler. I don't know. We're like friends. We talk. I mean, Saiyan doesn't really need the confidence. Yeah, he does. Like vote, right? <laughs> so, you know, so this is like, this is like that, just... that's why I didn't vote for him because he doesn't need any more confidence. Like, so this is I know just spreading the love. Is that what you're saying? For him, that it will mean to Saiyan. Yeah. So this is just all about spreading the love, then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. To me, that who cares about Fox? Like, come on. <laughs> I, okay, all right. I love Percinto in Worlds. Do you think I care about Pox? Come on. I mean, it's not like they can see what percentage of votes they got. <laughs> like, it'd be nice if they could. That'd be amazing. Yeah. But, um, we need our boy Tyler to win. Same is going to win anyways, but Tyler needs to Yeah, Sam's going to win anyway. That's the thing, right? <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we know what our consensus is here. So definitely good luck to them and all the other players. Definitely be watching. It starts tomorrow, guys. So be sure to yeah. tune into that. Um, let's see. Oh, no, a little bit of drama in the global games. And that is that Taipei got disqualified. So Singapore is actually getting an advance. But the circumstances in which they got disqualified was a really interesting one. Which, uh, you know, unfortunately, it involves like your typical stream sniping. Um, the, the stream was 15 minutes delayed, but, you know, there still was a, a very critical um, amount of information that was uh, obviously received from one of the, or is it one or two of the Taiwan members? Not, and it wasn't Tom, by the way. 
uh, that that basically I think the circumstance was like it was a hunter or it was a tracking um, situation that happened in the very beginning of the game. And so he, they saw that they he, you know they dropped a specific card. I think it wasn't mind control. Was it mind control? It was one of the cards. And um, you know it, it came down to later in the game where they were trying to decide you know like how to play against it. And you know it, it kind of came up on air that the players were like, oh, how do you know that kind of thing? And anyways, it, it was. Uh, I got to the point where the players admitted to doing it, and then so the type of got um, disqualified. But yeah, it's like, haven't we got over all this stuff? Like, what? Why are people doing this, man? It's like what amazes me the most is not that they actually did it, because I think a lot of people are cheating in these things. Like they're cheating with That's... deck tracker, they're cheating with watching the stream. But the stupidity that you need to get caught is actually out of this world. <laughs> Like I, I I agree with you too. That like, Roger it's, guy it's, actually amazes me. It's yeah. the same guy that win traded yeah. for Antoine <laughs> on stream. Yeah. On stream, he did it on stream. Yeah. And actually posted a video where she did that. Like, <laughs> I, how can you be so stupid? I don't understand. It's 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 like yeah. is he just yeah. so naive that he doesn't understand that this is cheating, or does he think that's a part of the game because everyone does? I don't know. It, it, it's so amazing to me. You know, you actually... bring up a good point there. Is it so much in the culture that people just don't even... I, mean... I think he's just really naive and doesn't understand. He just thinks that everyone does it, so it's okay if I do wow. it. I, I can't that explain be... it somewhere else. Somewhere else. So... Wow. I think that's actually hilarious. I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely do not condone cheating fun. on this show. I, you know, like, like definitely... You know, stream sniping. It's like defending the cheaters. But it, it is pretty surprising to get. How can yeah. you get No, caught? I'm not defending them. I'm just yeah, saying that like... they are the ones that get caught. I'm sure there are a lot of people that do it and don't get caught. That doesn't make it okay, does it? Of course, but... it's like the people, you know, that stream snipe, but they, they don't look into Twitch. Yeah, I like... mean, everyone does that. I'm sure everyone does that. Like, Yeah, there's so many people that, you know, do it stupidly. Imagine how many people do it smart. Yes, exactly. Like we have no idea. I'm it's... not trying to defend them. I'm just saying that. Yeah, they're just, they, they just <laughs> the incompetence so is like at another level, basically. But you're saying... <laughs> it's like how can we yeah. so stupid get caught? Well, you know, just... what sucks about that is that you know, to a degree, it's one thing if the entire team was like, "Okay, guys." We're gonna cheat, you know, and we're gonna let's do it together, you know, and do it, you know, and coordinate it. But, you know, it really sucks when, like, one or two members of the team out of the four, you know, end up doing it without the other, you know, beknownst to the other folks knowing. And then you cost the other, you know, you cost Tom, basically, a chance to be, you know, in the global. Well, you know, did Tom come out, though, and said that they did that, so we should get disqualified? He didn't, right? Well, I, so I think I think that... I think all of that happened. I mean, I, I don't think it was like Tom was hiding it. I think it, it all happened pretty briefly after that. But Tom... Well, didn't know about it for sure and i just know that if someone in my team did this i would have just come out and said you know i this this and this and this happened you can make yeah. your decision if you say that you didn't know about it after you get caught it's like i mean to, i mean to, uh oh actually somebody in the chat says that uh oh everybody's in the chat actually said that they 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 all knew it okay so i didn't actually realize that part of it um, oh, okay, so I they mean, all knew it. Blizzard okay. tried to that's, say that like they got dragged into it or something like that, yeah. but even if you get dragged into it, you can just, you know, after the, oh, the game is that. done, you okay. go to the admins and you say, I'm not a part of this, this and this happened, you know? I wasn't a part of this, 
you make your decision. You don't wait for a random video to get posted and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, I didn't really want to do it. Okay, well. Because if you really didn't want to do it, you should have just went to the admins as as the game ended and make it all clear, right? Isn't that the fair reaction? I I agree with you there, but you know, if they all knew it, then absolutely. They, there's, you know, th- there are definitely no I mean, victims here. There didn't. are no victims I'm, here I'm at all in terms of that. And the other guy yeah. didn't get dragged in. They probably did. But the thing is that even if you do get dragged in, you can just make it all clear by, by doing the right thing right after the game is over, right? Yeah, or so I, it's, like I'm a little unclear. So what I, you know, definitely what I read and heard about is just that, you know, on air, you know, I think it was Tom that was, you know, trying to make a, a decision on how to how to make a play, and uh, what's to say? You know, the, the the what's the player that was uh, the other player that that actually was sniping the same guy, the same guy that's been doing it for a while. Um, Roger. Yeah, is it Roger? It's a Roger. Is that his name? Um, yeah. So, anyways, Roger like anyways, guy he was, was making a recommendation, right, to to what play it was, and then Tom asked him, like, "How do you know?" It's like, would he actually ask that question if? If uh, if he no, I'm not saying he was in on it. Yeah. He wasn't in on it. He wasn't stream sniping. He wasn't doing anything wrong. But he knew that his teammate was doing it, and he didn't do anything about it. Sure. Right? Yeah. I, I, I think that could he have reported it sooner? I'm pretty sure he could have reported it sooner. So um, I, I just know that I would do it for sure because I I don't like this kind of things. They're just shady and. Mm-hmm. And you know what's sad about this is like we can't do any. I mean, what can we do about all this? Like we can't really do anything. We can't do anything about it. I mean, outside. I of, just said they only get caught because of their stupidity. Else they wouldn't be caught, and no one would care, and they would win World Champions. So we would be like, "Whoa, congrats yeah. to Taipei for winning!" Blah. blah. Well, well, I mean, so you know, it's sad. I I don't want to like single out Taipei, but um, I mean, is this something that should be like a very huge penalty like should taipei be able to compete next year because of this like should they just be be banned from next year because of it like i feel like there needs to be like a stern penalty because if we can't do anything about it like if we, if we can't detect these things and you know it's not land i mean if we, is this going to continue happening should at least the penalty for it be like crazy severe i think so right yeah, i mean it should because, be like I, I don't think because then people would they're going to keep doing it. <laughs> like, yeah. Just getting disqualified. I mean, even just getting disqualified is big enough. But, you know, even if you make it bigger, you don't have anything to lose, right? Because people shouldn't do it. Yeah. So you should just make it as big as possible, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I guess the same you with ring trading. It's kind of like a sportsmanship. Yeah. Like, there's no... It's like, if you catch someone doing that, if you know someone is doing that, you sh- there should be definitely a penalty. Yeah. Well, so somebody's thinking, why not just ban the players? Yeah, that would probably be the most fair thing. But you know, banning the country, then all of a sudden you have a collective, like, hey, dude, like, you know. No, you definitely shouldn't ban the country. That's not a thing. No way. It, it, it's hap- it happens in the Olympics. No, no, no. To a degree. It should be for the. I mean, to a degree, it's not it does. Like, like, I think it should just be the players, and maybe not even like Tom and the other guy that didn't know about it. Like, I know that they are at fault in a way too, but I don't think they should be banned. You know, the the, the yeah. people that actually did it, I think they should. Yeah, I mean, it's the fairest thing just to do the players. I, I I don't I I definitely agree with that. It's just I'm wondering if like even just having a crazy severe thing just so it it, it does cost other people like that's 
you know, when, when you make, when you do something stupid like that, you're costing the opportunity for an entire country. That's then it's like too much hate involved. Right. And then people really get hated. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, like maybe just banning the players and making it consequences only for them is big enough. Like, you know, people are really out there to hate you in this world. So (laughs) yeah, that's for sure. That's the last thing is is just encourage like another thing to do, uh, just uh, give them to hate you. Okay, well, yeah, so a little bit of drama there. You know, Singapore, congrats to Singapore. I mean, they're they're going through, uh, you know, because of that. So they'll be at BlizzCon. Um, uh, see, real quick, I want to thank some just our patrons for supporting the show just because, uh, you know, we're kind of running over now, so trying to get moving here. Uh, but I want to give a shout-out just to our, our uh, you know, patrons that, we, that support the show each and every week. So Mike T., uh, our legendary producer, of course, and then Bryce L., Raydan, and then we got a few others here. Let me uh, take a look. Uh, sorry. Uh, so we've got uh, Graham S., uh, Michael O., uh, Cameron M., Paul H., Vincent G., Dan S., Scott L., Grant A., and Lee D. Thanks so much, guys, for supporting. And if you guys want to you know, make a pledge too, go to patreon.com slash valuetown and uh, make a pledge today. It really helps us out and helps us keep this show going. Um, okay, just maybe one question. Yeah, I think maybe one or maybe, maybe one or two questions, like real, real quick. All right, Joseph D has a question. So, you know, one of the things that he says is there are many cards in the collection which collect dust, you know, like never see the light of day. Uh, and instead, Blizzard only nerfs strong cards. Why don't they buff some old cards that are dead too? And so he, he kind of like asks us, which, which cards would you like to see buffed? out of some of the old cards that never get to see play um kind of on the spot but anything Mm. which one no that's interesting to me that they want to see buffed cards yeah i mean clearly blizzard's anti-buff right like we they've always been like against making cards better but Mm -hmm. which card would you like to see made better uh he suggests a few like dragon hawk like young dragon hawk uh, Biteweed, which which is cauldron? No, just make interesting cards better. Don't make the like, common ones. Like yeah, yeah. I think Arthas, I would go for Arthas. some like really interesting card that might not be strong enough, or it's like close to being strong enough for actually it to be good. Yeah. Um, what would that be? I don't know. He has Harbinger Celestial. So that's that's an interesting one. Um, Biteweed, glow, Glowstone Technician. <laughs> I don't like that one. Um, what is Glowstone Technician? Uh, I forget ex- the exact... I, mean, like, <laughs> I forget the exact text. I don't want to say it wrong. You know, there is a card that I actually want to see buffed, so it, it's it's more viable. Let me find it, actually. It's, uh, it's a new Druid card. That's one that, like, summoned a copy of the adjusting minions or something like that. That might be the Technician you're talking about. It, it's it's give all minions in your deck plus two, plus two. That's what... That's oh, what no, 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 it's not that. Yeah, that one's like... Um, wait, let me see my card. I don't know the name, so I need to log in Hearthstone to find it. Uh, I know what Garas is. <laughs> what card What card would you want to see, Gara, better? It's actually hard. I, I like the, the, the cheap legendaries to make them playable. Like Ned Pagel. Like, yeah, could okay. you buff yeah. it in a way that he's playable but not broken? Ned Pagel? Maybe 75% chance? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think the cheap legendaries are the most interesting ones. Because they have like yeah. very cool effects. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. But not like Kellis have broken. 
can be placed have like. I mean, I'm only, I'm just gonna go back to one that that people have talked about for a long time. I, I want like to Milhouse Mana Storm. What if he makes them spells cost one mana instead? <laughs> you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh really? I I was I was thinking that briefly. I'm like, I bet Garth says this this card. <laughs> yeah, if because like if the spells cost one mana, maybe that he's playable. I don't know. I don't know, but not maybe. broken. Maybe he's still too OP. I don't know. Like it's bad. Like kind of like the the reduction is OP. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I Lobo Cacho is also so interesting. Which one? Maybe Lobo Cacho if he has like one attack. I don't know. Lobo Cacho. Okay, yeah. Lobo Cacho is yeah. Lobo Cacho could work too. Um, I think. I don't know. I'd I'd like to see Nas Dormu be cheaper. I think that would be pretty fun. Like if we if we could, you know, just have that because that that like affects the game, right? Like that's the kind of stuff that actually makes the game into something a little different. And I I, I just don't think we we see that effect very, played very much, right? And Onyxia costing eight mana would also be interesting. I think. Onyxia? I think you would play her yeah. in yeah, some Nixia. decks. Yeah, because it's such a high pressure card. There are just so many cards that you can change for like a mana or something. And <laughs> I, know, it's, I, I think it might be easier just to pick a class and try to think of some of the class cards. Yeah, there. it's so hard. Like there are so many yeah. cards that if you just change them for a mana, then they become so good. Like Nightscale yeah. Matriarch, that that's a pretty cool card, but yeah, I mean it, it's barely getting the light of day. Magic um, like six mana. Countess Ashmore, for example, I'm seeing now it's like seven oh, yeah. mana six. Yeah. Draw Rust, Life Steal, Death Rattle from your deck. But that that's a product of just those decks just not being good. I mean, that card is really good. That card doesn't need to be changed. It's just there's no deck that that it fits in. Sure. You know? Okay, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't... Emerus? Is Emerus any good? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to look at legendaries. Like the Druid card I was talking about, by the way, is... Uh, what's his name again? Gloop Sprayer. Oh, th that's the one that draws a card, like or gets a mana for every every. Uh, no, no, no! It's right? eight mana, four four. Battlecry, right. summon a copy of its adjacent minion. Oh, oh! Wow. I really like wow. that card. I want it to be playable, but I don't oh know how. God. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that's scary. Like, yeah, I mean, if this card gets good, it's actually scary, right? Yeah, that that card's like either bad or crazy good. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. it, there's nothing in between. I don't. I like crazy good cards. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's just me. I think this should change spreading plague to five mono. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the, so, so the one thing I don't want to it would want to improve is anything druid related. Druid absolutely doesn't need anything improved, and and it, like that's the last class I need improvement on. Um, okay. Let's see, one last question. Here. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's see. Oh no! They asked. Let's see. Oh, so Ahmed and would it be that would actually buff cards? <laughs> if they, I, it would change the game. So the they have so much runway to buff cards. Like, it's yeah, crazy. It, but um, okay, Ahmed and so is there no? Okay, he's asking, is there no Trinity series this year? I I guess there's not. I haven't really. No, there's about not. It. And how do you see open mic team dynamic, and should HCG adopt it? Great. Yes. <laughs> like I think. You can't do that because countries don't really speak English, right? Like, uh, I mean, you can choose though. I mean, you can at least have a production that can choose to 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 you know 
show or uh, uh, listen in or not, right? I think that's really interesting in Team League. I don't think it's good in AGG. Mm. Okay. Like for a Team League, I'm all for it. Like Trinity Series was my favorite event. It was so, I think even as a viewer, it was so cool to watch it. That's why I don't like AGG that much. I actually don't watch AGG at all because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, like not having, not being able to, like that was the best thing about the Team League. Right, that that, that's kind of what, that's the point. Like people don't watch HGG. People watch, a lot of people watch Trinity Series. And yeah, the only exactly. difference is literally really... listening in. Like liter that that was like the only difference for the most part. And and then more popular yeah, that's players. That's the biggest one. That, that's yeah. why I would watch Change Series, and that's why I don't watch AGG. I'm sure a lot of people agree with me on that. So. Right. So they should do it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Not but... in AGG. They should do it in Team League, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh I well, okay, Gary, what's your what's your like, like what's the point in having like four people communicate with nobody? can listen to it it's like it's well i so mean dumb. it's not always going to be that way i mean there's going to be obviously sometimes where you can but but sure, it's like the, if it's not the consistent most, like, you know, it's, it's literally the most interesting thing about it i mean it's it's because if you have four good players they're going to make a better decision probably than the one player is going to make not always but i mean i guess that's why they do it because they want to see more clear games more well-played games but i don't know how interesting that is in a game like hearthstone i'd rather listen in yeah yeah, I mean, it, especially it's... when you see crazy emotions and then you're like, well, what, what was he talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the current state, the current state of the online version of HCG is just boring, man. It's, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Players, it. It is boring. Watch it is that. Like, why yeah. should anyone watch it? It's like, it's just boring. Yeah. yeah. It, like also like the roping and the taking so much time and the, uh, you know, at least, at least that, that's another thing, I think. If you could, if you were able to listen in, in these turns, you know, and kind of like get a feeling of like, are they even like bluffing? Do, do they just want to do it to annoy their opponents? If you're able to listen in, you can actually, you know, have fun with it or like pass your time somehow. But just talk, listen to casters talk like all of that stuff that they come up with just so to fill the time. It's, it's not interesting at all. Watching like an old warrior mirror, come on, like, <laughs> who really wants to do that like yeah i i agree with you so i mean what can they do <laughs> you know like i i think they should do try to do something like what are they going to do at blizzcon is it literally just going to be three dudes up on stage and they just play I mean, isn't that what they did last time <laughs> no they i mean they i mean it wasn't at blizzcon but well, i guess yeah, they, it they did it at studio they, i guess they did it at studio sure or was that gamescom or maybe it was that gamescom. no it was gamescom i think gamescom yeah but that wasn't good, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, you just have the casters and you have a bunch of yeah, people it's like, playing the game and yeah, having a camera on them. That's it, right? Right. So there's nothing special about it. And that's, that's like the difference, right, between um, HGG and, say, something like Overwatch World Cup. I mean, Overwatch World Cup is so much more hype, you know, and the, the whole representing your country and, and all that. I mean, it's promoted by the teams themselves and you know it, it should be some it should be a hype event you know like representing your country should actually be a, a very cool format for you so i think it deserves something special it, like the actual production deserves something that's different than all the others so um yeah i don't know what that is off the top of my head i mean obviously this the the um open mic thing isn't is a an idea but you guys you know i think brought up a very valid point of why not to do it so, but they got to do something, man. It, it's, it, it is like, 
I don't want to say yeah, a waste of airtime, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, well, anyways, yep. Oh, go ahead. I feel like all the players didn't agree, like the format, and that should never be the oh, case. Oh, that's actually like a big every, yeah. yeah like every thing. team hates the format they're playing. Like, how stupid is that? Like, no, obviously, nobody wants to play a format where the like you play you again. We have like a super polarized meta, especially tournament meta. And then you randomly queue decks, and then you're like, okay, I queue my Baku Warrior randomly into your quest rock. Wait, who wants that in a tournament format? Nobody. Like, there could be so many interesting things that they can do that would make it like so much better. Like, I don't know, even having something like draft in Hearthstone when you're like, I remember when Firebat did something like that, when they would like give That's you some true. cards, and then you would have to pick to make a deck like that. I don't know. For me, I find that interesting, but. Well, well, Batstone, Batstone was like bands, right? Like that—that that was the big thing in Batstone. Yeah, but I'm saying cards. something similar with like, yeah. you know, you can you can make a deck from like these cards. Oh, that's sealed, right? That, that's kind of like, like the Red Bull card. sealed thing, right? The Red Bull sealed tournament was. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, something like that, yeah. basically. Yeah. I think I—I I don't know. I find that interesting for like team things. If you just play yeah. the best decks as a team, it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know, is that interesting? I, yeah. Point Might is, as well, one guy played better. Right. Play better, but yeah. Point is, the global games needs to be different. You know, like it should stand out format-wise or production-wise. And right now, it's not. It's just like literally, and it's like watching Tespa. Like I, I don't actually see it that much different than watching a Tespa broadcast. And that's not. I mean, what it's, we're it's just for. the fact that the level should be higher, kind of right. Yeah, but. but in the end, it's the same. Like we just watch people playing Hearthstone, like and exactly. the same cast. I agree. Casting. That's why I don't yeah. think it's that interesting. Right. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, uh, I think that's all we got for today. Um, maybe just a couple, couple quick community things. I know a, a few folks are doing something cool. We we rarely get a chance to like give shout outs to some community folks, but um, Wild HS is doing like this NA Wild Ladder Challenge. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but it's like their their own version of like the HTT ladder, but for Wild. So you guys might want to check that out. That's uh, I think it's wildhs.com. Just take a look at that, and um, you know if you're a wild player, go and go and sign I up for love that. Wild. Yeah, it's, it's sign up for that free. They're doing some cool stuff over there, so check that out. And then lastly, uh, somebody messaged me about um, somebody setting up uh, the the eight, the Hearthstone Meme League, which is I'll link this in the chat. But there's like a, a Reddit thread here that basically talks about. Um, uh, it, it's an actual competition, like a league that that there's you know there's prizes like in, in the end, like gift cards and whatnot, and it, it's like playing Hearthstone a different way. Just think of it like that. There's like different conditions that earn different points, and they're not just like kill the opponent. It's like you know, ramp, like one of them is play mulch muncher for zero mana, you know, or or ramp to ten. You know, there's all these different types of objectives. So um, you know, it's it, it kind of leads maybe is a little bit to the point where we were talking about how Hearthstone, you know, has like so much like variety that in, in flexibility. So it, yeah, it's, it's kind of, cool. I was, I was thinking of doing this in my stream. Like question yeah, is so yeah, good. Dude. Yeah. You can like throw away some cards or try to do the quest with a certain thing. Right. Just so you make it harder for you. You know what you should do? I'll give you, I give you an idea. You know, you yeah. should play, you know, play, you know, well, quest rogue. You don't have to everybody knows you yeah. win. Quest rogue. But each time you win, remove one of the cards. <laughs> <laughs> and you you know i don't know if your your chat picks the card that you put it in but you just have to every time you win you got to remove a card until you finally lose you know and, and see how many cards like i had a stream where i win yeah. like 
10 or 12 games in a row in high legend with quest and i was like so i just throw the quest away see if i win even if i do that (laughs) oh my god that would be impressive there's there's no way to win quest rug without the quest you can win trust me really yeah you're gonna join eventually right I guess. I guess it depends on what you like replace it with. But. You just had to stop like uh, gigging event of fifty thousand times. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. You can't do that. Oh man, just chip away at them one, one, two, three, four damage at a time. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, check that out, guys. You know, there's still people doing some cool stuff in the community. So, um, you know, definitely check that out when you get a chance. Uh, but we're gonna wrap up. We went way over today. We had, like I said, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. So. Uh, extra long episode for you guys this week. I know, I know. Fino, always great to have you on, man. We've been trying to get you on for Thank a while you. now, but you're such a busy guy. So thanks for coming mm-hmm. on, man. No problem. Famous, still yeah. famous. Any shout outs you want to do for you for your takeoff? Uh, not really. I, I nothing on top of my head right now. Shout out to Chucky for making the last changes good. I hope he makes uh, good <laughs> Shout out to Chucky. <laughs> it was all Chucky. It was Come all Chucky. Yeah, I are in those guys. You know, it's like... you know, he actually held and he told me he had a say. So, <laughs> Oh, you did? You said he had a say? All right. Yeah, on the last time the news happened. Good, good. Yeah, maybe he did push for, for this one. You know, we'll have to see. Um, okay, uh, Gar, how about you? Uh, shout out for Fino to be on the show. It's super yeah. nice uh, having such a super famous, super busy person. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out you to my boy, Tyler. Yeah. He's going to qualify. Who? It's starting tomorrow, Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Yes, right. Tyler. Like, Sane is going to win anyways, but like mm. nobody cares about that. Golly. <laughs> uh, Man, we love Sane on this, on this program. I mean, he's going to win. Everyone knows it. It's like, come on. Uh, <laughs> So, th- yeah, that's going to be fun. It starts tomorrow, right? Yeah, Tyler's not playing tomorrow. It's Sayan and Sinto play tomorrow. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Sinto. Uh, those are, those are the three most notable people, by the way. No, they're not playing each other. They're oh, I thought you playing them. Okay, okay. Oh, they're, yeah. I think okay. Sinto built a very interesting persona in, her- in Hearthstone. He's kind of yeah, like... Sinto is like... He's, he's the villain, kind of, but not really. Yeah. yeah he's like a villain, but not really the, a villain. He's like the coolest dude in person, though. Like... I, he's not like that in in person. He's just like that when he's playing Hearthstone. He just gets super yeah, frustrated playing Hearthstone. But he's like a super chill, cool dude whenever you hang out with him. He is. He is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's. I don't know why he's the villain. He's just. He's just a villain for for rage, <laughs> for just the rage he has. He's just a good soul. We should appreciate good souls. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, round things out. Thank you to you guys for doing it. Great show today. Everybody in the chat, great conversation during the show. Uh, you can f- uh, follow us on uh, all our Twitters down here. You can follow the show at ValueTownGG. Uh, we're on HSReplay.net show too, so be sure to follow HSReplay, HSReplay.net. Um, and you know, go check out the best stats in our sound there too. Um, and you can find us on all the audio channels. So all the major ones, iTunes, uh, Google play, Spotify, soundcloud.com slash 
And uh, leave us a review there if you guys uh, enjoy the show. And it just helps for other people to find Value Town when they're looking for a, a really cool Hearthstone podcast to listen to on the way to work or whatever. And shout outs to HS3 Play for a new feature. Yes, more features coming. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout out. That's yes. a good shout out. Next week, guys, another new feature next week. And then I think another new feature the week after that. So we got a lot of stuff coming. So definitely be uh, on the lookout for that. And, and you got to follow the Twitter channel just to see all that stuff. Otherwise, that's going to be it, guys, for Valley Town this week. So for Fino, Gara, and myself, Chan Man V, we'll see you next week. We are the champions of the night. We are the champions of the night.